1: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
2: Yes, Let's go. We back at it. Yeah. Market Mondays. The phenomenon. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Just when you thought it couldn't get any bigger, you were wrong. <laughs> Another billionaire today. The honorable Don Peebles. We'll
0: Changed his name. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don Don Peebles, our guy, our good friend. Um, he uh, you know, tore down the Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. You were in the building, you got to witness history firsthand. That in-person experience is different. Um, but you know we wanted to share share the gems there's been a lot of people that's been asking like yo when we gonna be able to see that when we gonna be able to see that so tonight tonight you're gonna be able to see the legendary Don peebles give his real estate blueprint his perspective on the economy it's just a lot of information too. And we mm-hmm. ain't really even going to his backstory because we already did that on the episode. So uh it was just straight information for about 35, 40 minutes. Yeah, he's
0: a he's done InvestFest, he's done an EYL episode, he's done Market Mondays Live. He might be he might be Letterman Jacket status at this point. We yeah. might have to get him one. <laughs> Hall of Fame.
2: Earn your Leisure Hall of Fame.
0: earn your Hall of Fame, the honorable.
2: So we got that. But um of course we're gonna get into some topics before we, we go to that. Um, But before we get this thing started, I have to give a big shout out to the city of Houston. It's
0: town.
2: We were in Houston, Texas this uh, past weekend for a few days. And we met some great people, man. Um, First and foremost, shout out to our girl, Cammie, who always looks out for us Mm -hmm. every time we out there, man. Uh, Such a good person. Um, J.R. Martin. From a life, a life, man. Oh man, hospitality on a trillion, man. So your money no good here. Uh just amazing, amazing time, man. My guy Jonathan. Um, we went to his restaurant. Amazing. Um, we actually Bunk- went to the restaurant twice. Two times. Yeah, yeah, Bungalow.
0: Shout out to Bungalow. Houston. Bungalow. Yeah, Houston. If you're in Houston. You, you have need to. to go to
2: Bungalow. When
0: we, when we talk about a yo, when you talk about a vibe. I'm talking about once you walk in, you 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 feel that there's a, there's a different type of urgency to be in there, man. Everybody looks good, everybody smells good. You got the Ace of Spades bottles in the front, and once you get to the private room, it's just a whole different situation. Support, so shout out to Bungalow support Eight,
2: support Black business. That's one of the ones, man. Camp is Oof. also one of the ones, Ooh. man. I, this is the place for Houston. <laughs> this is the Houston play. You go to you go to Bungalow. Yeah. You eat. You get the vibe. Get a couple drinks. You know, you get the night started and then you go to camp mm-hmm. with a K.
0: What about after that?
2: <laughs> after that. Area 59. 21. Area 21. A- area 59.
0: And 59, then. 59. per P10. Perfect 10. Either or. Support yeah. black businesses.
2: <sighs> One of them ones. <laughs> One of them ones, man. Shout out to H Town. Shout out to Slim Thug. Our guy yes. pulled up on us at camp. Yes. Always good to see Thugger. And uh, shout out to my guy, Larry Morrow. Morrow. He is a legend in the game. He had a dope 90s, 99 and 2000 party.
0: For the 99 nine the 2000. He
2: brought the whole city of New Orleans out. Of course, my brother Kenny Burns. We got into a, a passionate discussion. We did. About, you see the, the albums today? About rap music. You see the albums today?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we gonna represent for our city. No, 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 no. We gonna yeah, represent Suckers for the city. You see the albums today?
2: Shout out to Dipset. Don't play with us, man. We talk about that later on, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Dipset, man. Um, all right.
0: Shout out to Cliff too, Cliff. Cliff. I owe I, you, know, look, I owe you a, a slight apology. We we we'll talk about the debate, but I, I there was one song that I was missing that I went back and listened to, and I'll give you credit for. We'll get into that.
2: If I ain't a hot boy, then what, what do you call that?
0: Well, we, we on fire. I forgot we on fire.
2: Shout out to Juvenile, man.
0: Juvenile.
2: Juve. But yeah, nah, it was well, just it I just wanted to just take a couple minutes to show love. You know, we always show love wherever we go. And in return, we always get love. So that's important. Mm-hmm. It's important to highlight people. Show love. Um, It doesn't cost you anything True. to show somebody love, man.
0: Love, 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 love. Right. Why are we giving a shout out? Can we do this? I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to the NAACP Awards. We were nominated uh, for best social media personalities. Uh, so shout out to everybody at the NAACP and all the earners that's been voting. If you haven't voted, uh, I guess we can put the link in this video. Well, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna just do, Tom? You to do me a favor. Everybody
2: that watch Market Mondays, if you've ever gotten anything valuable out of anything that we've ever done, as far as Earn your leisure, Market Mondays, Invest Fest, anything that we've ever been a part of, if if you've ever gained any level of insight, here's here's how you can repay us. You can go to our website. And you can click the NAACP award link and you can vote and you can vote once a day, every oh, day that's legendary. until February 24th. We really trying to bring that home. It would be really dope if we can get an award. i be honest with you. I'm not going to lie to you. So, um, yeah, man, we appreciate it. We need your support because it's going by popular vote. So if you can go to the website and click the NAACP award, we try to make it as easy as possible. So we put it on our website and, um, Love is love, man. We hopefully we can we can pull it out, and it's my birthday weekend too. Please, so it, it would be a great it would be a great birthday weekend gift situation. So show some love, man. Let's show do that. Some love, Let's do- All right? But yeah, so we ain't gonna take up too much more time, man. Dope episode for earn your leisure tomorrow. My boy MG, the mortgage guy, is back for the third time. Yes, his third time on the program, man. we talked about a bunch of stuff that we never talked about before. VA loans. We talked about USDA loans. Mm -hmm. We talked about uh, all of these banks and hedge funds buying up single family houses. Construction only loans. Construction only loans. Yeah. It's one of those episodes where you just get a pen, a pad, a piece of paper, and just, you know- Take information, Matt just went crazy. School. Yeah, yeah so, I, sixty minutes of just straight information. Just straight information, no wait. backstory, no no. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fire. Yeah, yeah it
0: was. Now nah, he's done a lot, right? Like he's obviously done two episodes with us. He's been on Market Mondays, but I would, I would say that just this one? this one right here, like Matt, was his most comfortable, and he was his most forthcoming with the information. It was incredible, and I I had to call him after. Like, look, man you just hit a home run. Like you might've hit a grand slam with this one, man. So shout out to MG, the mortgage guy, a shout lot, guy. a lot of information. And we talked about a little bit of our story, right. And in the process of getting construction only homes and building homes, there's a lot of stuff that we had to learn. So we gave out a little information on our, ourselves.
3: So this is one of them ones. This is one of them ones, y'all.
2: Ian, throw it over to you for announcements.
3: Man, I had a great time with y'all this weekend. Two days back to back. Legendary uh, stock club call will be Tuesday at 9 PM central. And if I made you money, please put yes in chat. I will be in Mexico. So if you send me any messages, yes. you no know say I'm not available. <laughs> See y'all you. See you Tuesday. Love y'all.
0: The rumors are true. Ian was outside in consecutive nights. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. Hersky. Pineapple juice this time for real and 1942.
0: Uh, yeah. It was a mixture. It was a mixture. A hell yes. of a mixture.
3: <laughs> Troy.
0: Yo, listen, y'all know how this works. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a message brought to you by the good brothers at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother, Ian Dunlap, the master investor himself. Please do your own research. Please, if it's good research, share it. If you got it from here, please make sure you give the credit to where you heard it first. We thank you wholeheartedly. Love is love.
2: All right, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Um, As I said, we're going to bring uh dawn people's out we're gonna release that segment in this episode but before before we get to the dawn talk um we got some some things that we need to talk about so um artificial intelligence that's where we left yes. off that's where we left off last episode um so it's a good place to pick up on this episode we talked about chat gbt last week um so let me ask you this will ai be the next big sector to invest in. Cause that's everything. It's, it's always about, okay, I'll keep hearing about artificial intelligence, but how can mm-hmm. I make money from it? Can I invest in it? Should I invest in it? So what's the deal with that?
3: Yeah, yeah I think this, uh, I want to officially say that I think the Fang era is dead and we are now in the building stages of seeing the AI revolution take over. So of course Microsoft invested 10 billion into uh, open AI The top four is going to be a competitive landscape. I don't think one company is going to dominate it yet. It's going to take some time. But if you want exposure to it, the stock of the year that I picked, the top of the year, Microsoft, is a good way to get started. I think because there's going to be so much competition in the space and there's so much money flowing into the space, um, we're going to see a lot of players pop up with different iterations. So, Chat GPT Pro is coming out soon. I heard that is amazing. There are some other versions that are allowing you to see to be able to build businesses and some startup ideas that are floating around i think ai even though this isn't the true ai if you will this is like the consumer facing ai but this is the next wave for this decade ai is going to have a huge impact and most businesses and tech have been ran off ai for a while so gmail for example has been run off consumer kind of facing um, AI for the last five or six years, but we're going to now see that at scale. Um, it's going to impact the trade market. It's going to impact all startups. Uh, we talked about Google Docs and Microsoft Word integration. So, Microsoft, Apple, and Google will be like the first three players that really get involved. Um, but yeah, I think for over the next five, six years, this is going to be one of the biggest sectors too investing for the future. Yeah,
0: there's a there's a valuable lesson to be learned in this. Uh, and that's follow where the money's going. That's one of those things that you know, we learn in investing, right? Like w- what are the corporate companies doing? What are investment funds, uh, hedge funds doing? And when we saw the investment that Microsoft made, it originally was 1 billion in open AI. And then that up to 10 billion, which tells you the, the level of importance and the value that they see in it. But this is also something interesting that's happened. And every time we talk about ChatGBT, Over the past three or four weeks, people have been using it. It feels Mm -hmm. like, you know, like it's becoming something that's become a part of the the conversation now, but I feel like people have been using it for the past year, if not 18 months. Yeah, for sure. The more conversations we have about it, people are just talking about it in a sense like this is the thing of the future. If you haven't been on it now, you need to do the research. You need to be teaching people about it. You need to be teaching kids about it because this is the wave. Like, there's so many things that are gonna be automated. And we always talk about mm-hmm. jobs that are being automated, but when we're talking about in the in the software industry, there's a lot of things that can be automated in that space as well. So definitely, I'm with you on that. I think this is this is one of those these sectors and one of these uh places in the in the future that that we need to focus on.
2: Um, so you said, all right. So let's let's peel back the layers a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You said that thing is is. I don't want to misquote you. You said that thing is is over. No. What'd you say?
3: The the era of Fang stocks ruling the tech sector is over.
2: Okay, so for anybody that doesn't know what Fang is, Fang is Facebook, mm-hmm. form, formerly known as Facebook now Meta, Amazon, mm-hmm. Apple, Netflix, and Google. Google. So those the ones, only
3: two players out of those I love is really Apple and Google, and Amazon will be third. So, I will love Amazon more if Bezos comes back. So I know he's been on TRT or HGH, and whenever he leaves Columbia, what well, with this significant other and comes back and runs Amazon, Amazon will be my favorite three again. So but
2: so that was a tech cartel for the last decade that's pretty much running that has ran the NASDAQ. Um and everybody if you invested in those companies over the last 10 years you made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, not so much this year last year, but um over the last decade, over the last 15, 20 years. So let's talk about this. All right. If those companies aren't the companies to invest in and you should be investing in artificial intelligence, what companies should you invest in?
3: Great question. Um, Apple, Microsoft, Google. I really believe that in the healthcare space, either United Healthcare or Eli Lilly will have a big push. Um, and if I had to pick a fifth player, I think Nvidia will have a tremendous impact in this market as well. Um, did you guys see the the video that came out where you can like record? and look off the screen and then the AI will take it and have you look in camera facing. So I can like read a prompter here and it will make it seem like I'm broadcasting into the camera in real time. Um, the technology that they are building in NVIDIA and for the consumer base that they have, is gonna have a huge impact. So when you have new technology come out because I've been pushing this for the last year, a lot of American companies have not been as innovative as they should be. Therefore, they're going to buy or acquire the rights to a lot of the innovations that come out. And we're seeing this very clearly with Microsoft. I think NVIDIA will be that dark horse that does so as well. Yeah.
0: I'm with you on that. There, there's an article we put in the chat. It was uh, that the, the semi space is going to mm-hmm. be the new oil of the generation. I love that. If if we're talking about AI, you know that we're going to need video cards and graphic cards are going to be able to compute that. And so you got to look what's going to actually create the infrastructure, right? So that's AI, we can say it's the way of the future. What are going to be the the pieces that are going to have that running at a high uh, level of functionality? And so semis, obviously, in my mind, make perfect sense. Um, Absolutely. So I'm looking at that industry. So NVIDIA is a good one. AMD, obviously, we are the top tools. But there, there'll be, you know, Taiwan Semiconductors in there as well. Those are spaces that I'm looking at, and, and I, we make no secret about it. And we, I think we spoke about this in our, in our group chat. Shout out to everybody that was in our chat, the Market Mondays after I was chatting. The, the semis are still something. I know they had a, a pullback year last year, but we're talking about artificial intelligence, like I said, and technology. These are the things that are going to be making sure that it runs at a high functionality. So make sure that you're paying attention to that space as well.
2: So, all right. So you're, you're starting five... For the next decade, you're saying Apple, Microsoft, yes. Yes. Nvidia, United Healthcare,
3: or Lilly, and
2: Google. Eli Lilly and Google. Six, six. Mm-hmm. That's just six that you're going with. Yeah. So you're not, and that's why I was. You're go ahead. not. You're not drafting any new players. You're just getting like veteran acquisitions. Right, because yep. none of these companies are new companies, so
3: it's a mistake to invest in new companies. Usually,
2: it's a mistake to invest in new companies. Explain why it's a mistake to invest in new companies.
3: L- let's say, hypothetically, um, a company wants to compete with Apple. I always say invest in companies that have the top five market cap because they can go buy up. Like, once again, if Tim Cook gets upset right now because of what Elon has been doing at Twitter. He can go buy Tesla today, cash, if he wanted to. Now, would they allow it, the sale to happen? Maybe not, but they have the cash on hand to do so. There's no different than Sony. Like if uh, Lola Brooks becomes the new Nicki Minaj, yes, yeah, she can go independent, or Sony could come grab her, or Interscope can come grab her, and they can rebrand her in the light that they see. Right. Um, so we have to look at these major companies as the same way like a record label will run. So when 50 Cent wasn't the hottest thing on Earth, Interscope did not fall off. They found other artists to invest in, another sound to invest in. Um, So it's really about holding the companies that are innovative, but the ones that will acquire the innovation like Napster, Winamp. um, None of those companies really benefited from the, the music industry, even though they were the pioneers that walked in streaming and sharing. Apple was the one that destroyed the music industry while profiting from it. I truly believe Microsoft and Apple will do the same thing in AI. And if the artificial womb plant matrix plant begins to happen at scale, I won't be surprised if Apple, Microsoft, and Eli literally move there as well. The companies with the biggest bags are usually going to win. It's been, been the case since the beginning of time. The players may change, but if you look at a company like IBM, when you don't shift or, let's say Salesforce or Adobe, if you don't transition fast enough, that's when you get left behind. That's when you don't invest in the new technologies that, that are there. The biggest companies are always going to win, though. Don't play, it,
2: yeah. don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with
3: it. One time
0: for Napster and one time for LimeWire. You're from LimeWire. <coughs> if you're from that era, you understand
3: <laughs> yep. what that did to the game.
2: Shout out to Lola Brooks.
3: Brooklyn, what up? Big Brooklyn. Yeah, big Brooklyn. That song went crazy. Running Man. I
2: don't even got me a hundred bands. I don't even got me. <laughs> I don't even got me.
0: On the next single, she still ain't got a hundred bands. No, I
2: think she's sorry about
0: it. Nah, no, no. She's, on the next one, she says she still ain't got But she getting to it. She probably got it now. She getting man. to it. Yeah, she probably got it now. Shout to out to her, man.
2: That's a big record. Shout out to Lola. Lola. Shout
0: Shout to Lola. Lola. Who did she Lola. sign to? Uh, she's
2: Uh Atlantic, I want
0: to say. she Her her right. label got signed to Atlantic, yeah. So it's they I
3: guess they're co-distributing and stuff. One of the big four. Yeah, yeah. Got one. Always all like the top four players. Insurance, investing, healthcare. You know, um, life is really simple, like when you put everything into a framework. So I know I mean, hopefully, you know, in a perfect world. Um, uh, and we t- you know, you guys talked about it with Irv, like people say it's a mistake to sell your catalog, and I saw the same kind of discussion like, well, open AI should have waited and just took over the entire industry. I'm like, 29 billion is 29 billion. Yeah. You value that 29, you gotta take the valuation. You, Aris, Arista, Arista, not landing. Huh? Arista, yeah, yeah, gotcha.
2: Who's Arista owned by, though?
3: Great question. Research. Everyone put in chat with are they owned uh, by. I would say
0: they might be under the universe. Let's see. Think on, I think they own. I think they Universal. Maybe the UMG. Universal, UMG, right? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking
2: that. Uh, while Troy's looking at who owns Arista Records, uh, let's talk about. Well, let me ask you this. Artificial intelligence, one of the one of the people that's one of the most important players, and they said so even behind Chat GBT is Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um I noticed that you didn't mention Tesla in your in your companies to watch. Um so obviously, you know, Elon he's gonna be implementing artificial intelligence a lot. Yeah. There's already talk of the the, the, the Tesla truck. Uh and they're gonna have, you know, autonomous driving and all kinds of different things that's going to be happening. Um, Tesla, are you bullish on this? As, as love far love as, Tesla. As far as for artificial intelligence, are they going to be one mm-hmm. of the leaders? Is te- Tesla going to be one of the leaders in artificial intelligence? I, don't,
3: I don't think so. I think it. they have to implement the technology into the trucks and the cars for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, the number one thing that I wish that Elon could do right now is focus on one company. Yeah. He spread you thin between. N- now, if he gets all of these infinity stones to work, Elon's going to run the United States of America. Hey, what, what, I want to be on record. What
0: about this, though, right? Because this is like a dangerous proposition, right? If Neuralink actually incorporates artificial intelligence, what, what does that look like? Right? Because Neuralink is something that is tied to your brain iRobot. robot,
2: Neuralink is art is artificial.
0: But I'm robot. saying if he if he puts it out in, the, I mean, yeah, if he combines it with like a, if he a, integrates a all the, the the data,
3: yeah. yes.
2: Chat, what do you think all this stuff is happening? Chat gbt I know, but this I'm stuff, saying all that stuff is going, it's going to come, it's going to happen.
3: Connected to the brain,
2: yes, of course. So that's, you, so that's you, that will so give you, Elon too much power, that's which, Ill. of course, that's That's the next evolution of, of the human race.
3: You think it's a mistake or no?
2: Illuminati, mm-hmm. with my mind, soul, and my body. <laughs> <Secret> <laughs> society. Say cheese. They saying I
3: sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Say cheese. Secret society. They zoomed in on it. They Boy. zoomed in. Shot again. Boy, he zoomed in. <laughs> Say cheese. <geez. laughs> Hit the shot again. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> These are just jokes. Yes, sir. Yes. I will not on. be at Bohemian Grove. <laughs> Don't worry.
2: Oh man! Or will I? No, I'm nah, saying. I mean it's one of these things, right? It's a it's, it's a joke until it's not until it's not. It's, it's one of these things where people will say that'll never happen until it happens.
3: The Illuminati or the Chat GPT Neuralink integration. I mean, as
2: far as the Chat GPT Neuralink into your brain and have you know computer chips inside of your brain. Um, it's sad, it may sound like we're fantasizing, but there are already plans of doing it. If there's plans on doing it, that means it probably already happened.
0: It's done. And they're just somewhere. testing it
2: out somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. It somewhere. Yeah. It's like when I, they I was... the cow.
3: True. I will say if Elon can put all those companies into one holding company and make them a public entity, how Google did with the Alphabet, Whew. but Elon, he has too much on his plate. Neuralink, Tesla, Hyperloop, SpaceX, SpaceX.
2: Space, yeah. SpaceX, the big one. That's the big one. Yeah,
0: 137, yeah. what is it, 137 billion valuation right now? Yep. That's the big yep. one.
2: Well, staying within the, uh, artificial intelligence, will AI engineers or prompt engineers uh, be the next big career path?
3: I believe so. Even for the entrepreneurs watching tonight, um, and Keith talked about this before, like what really matters in ChatGPT and similar software um, is what you program into it. So of course there are low level ideas like automated emails and articles and things of that nature. But I think some of you should start looking to learn how to code or have the software code for you and learn how to implement that into your business. Going back to the idea I talked about in 2022, I truly believe we're going to move to see a lot of companies that have 10 to 15 employees do hundred million dollars a year um, software like this allows it, but you have to learn how to set the right prompts and what to program into chat in order to be get like the best effect out of it. Um, so I think this is going to be an up and coming asset. If you're looking to work with other companies, if you're building all these data sets and if you can't code, now people who can't code, can't code at scale. You don't know, think all these like pre-programmed ideas about how to get the prices of everything. I haven't ran a model through them, through chat, GPT to see like you have to build what you want the world to be and start there. Is it buggy? Yes. This is really the 1.0 version. But as they continue to make the, the software better, you know, I think they're going to charge maybe $9 a week for the pro version. Once that pro version comes out. I would be spending three to four hours today day on ChatGPT, yeah. figuring out how to how to best use it.
0: We should we should be spending a lot of time doing it. And this is one of the conversations we had. Uh, and we can combine it with the conversation we had with Robert Smith, we had with uh, Mike Roberts. Um, the same premise is the education piece is gonna be vital to the future, right? We don't wanna, this is a tech revolution. Obviously we know this is a financial revolution, but we don't wanna be mm-hmm. 20 years behind when this is happening now, like, be. We, we have to stay on pace. And so the process of what uh, Robert Smith is trying to do, with getting broadband to all the HBCUs and having them at colleges and universities is important because we need the infrastructure to make sure that number one, we're learning about it. Number two, we can train mm-hmm. people about it. But number three, we can actually implement it and add to this process, right? This is not one of those times in history where we want to get left behind. So the education, we have to look at it. I know. When I was, you know, even now, like kids are still learning how to code, how to code. And that's a valuable, valuable skill set. But this is new technology. And so in addition to learning how to code, we need to learn this because. Be early on it. Be
3: early on it. And so we can get further ahead with it. If you missed out on Facebook when it first came out, if you missed out on Instagram when it first came out, if you missed out on Musical.ly that turned into TikTok, um, don't miss out on this wave. Or do. I'm not. miss out on that even when i was talking to the virtual assistants one of the first things i had them do was to figure out in chat gbt how to make a replica for each va to make 10 of them and find a way to still add value to still get paid on top of that so you can build like an an ai army to work in your business pretty damn fascinating now do they need to sort the sizes uh, uh cite the sources that they're using Yes, I think that improvement will come, um, but I'm incredibly excited about this software and others like it as a result on the consumer side. The government has had this stuff forever, though, but for us to be able to finally access it, incredible, incredible. I, I went in there and put, um, write me a rap album with Tupac, Biggie, and Busta Rhymes. It took like two hours. There was some fire in there, though. <laughs> You don't think uh, Kevin Lowes and and <laughs> uh, music executives are not using this software to write? Like if Babyface got in chat GPT and had 700 songs pushed out and then he went in and remixed them, yeah. okay, we're going to see automation at scale uh, and you're going to see some companies come out of the woodwork and put out two, 300 videos in a month. Using the software. At
0: least. Yeah. Quick, quick update. At least. Quick update. Quick update. Arista is owned by Sony Music Group. Through the knowledge. Sony Music Group. Top player. Yeah. That was uh, Arista, Clive Davis, and Tony used to be Tommy Mottola.
2: So Arista is mm-hmm. owned by
3: Sony. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Top player in the music business. Yeah. One of, one, of, one of the majors. One of the majors. Top four. The same thing in investing. like, shout out to Rockets Records when y'all were alive. But like- <laughs> Stop trying to find <laughs> rockets records to turn into Sony. Like invest in Sony, Umg. It's man, there's an ecosystem. The top players in any space are the ones that you want to invest in. Game, set, match.
4: Yeah.
2: All right. Um, so let's get let's keep this ball rolling. Thoughts on President Biden being caught with confidential documents at his house.
3: I'm not the political expert, so I would turn it back to you, Rashad, and say, "What are your thoughts? First Trump, now Biden. What are your thoughts, Mister Bilal? Coming to you.
2: Um, it's 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 never good to have confidential documents at your house. Um, I haven't fully dived into this situation, so I don't want to, you know, go too far into it. Smart man. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's never good. Um, you know, we saw what ha- we saw how it played out with Trump. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have to keep everybody accountable, whether you are mm-hmm. voting Democrat, whether you vote Republican. You know, you just got to keep everybody accountable. But ultimately, you understand that politics is just politics. At the end of the day, it's just politics. Politics as usual. Yeah. Should
0: we should, <laughs> we? should we? Should we view this as a breach of national security?
2: I don't know.
3: Should we? We have it? no comments on this. at <laughs> 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 Yo, loving. we ain't signed our papers yet. <laughs> No, pending. no comments. Blessings to all. Pending,
2: pending, pending. Investigation. Somebody time yes. this. Yes. Pending.
3: We are not well informed to speak on this topic yet. Yes. <laughs> we need to see what the documents are. Pending. Yes. I'm learning. well little man. PR training. Yeah.
2: Speaking of PR
3: in speaking... politics and religion, leave it alone. Nice Go segue. <laughs> nice segue. Speaking of PR, nice segue.
2: We will be in Puerto Rico. Yes. The great island of Puerto Rico. We will be there uh next week for uh conference, actually. Uh so get your tickets. That's gonna be one of those vibes, man. You can go to roihello Um, That's it's good. called the ROI Millionaire Summit mm-hmm. and it's in Puerto Rico. And um it's in San Juan, yes, San Juan, San Juan, San Juan. <sighs> So uh, shout out to Nori. Yeah, we're gonna be there. Hey. We're gonna be there all week actually. And it's a bunch of different events happening. It's uh you know panel discussions. We're gonna be doing a live interview. Yep. Um uh, fireside chats yeah. now. So it's gonna be one of the ones, man. Shout our to... first time in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know
3: San Juana vibe, yo. Yeah, shout out
0: to our, our good sis uh Rachel Rogers. Uh she's uh intricate in putting this together. So shout out to her. I think we sent we sitting down with her. That's
2: who we're talking to. Yeah, man. it's Rachel, gonna be dope. Yeah, shout out to her. One of the ones. Puerto Rico, he never bro. thought we made it.
0: We gotta be pumping that when we come off the plane. Yes, That's sir. Back.
2: Shout out to Joey Crack. Rest in peace to Big
3: Punch. Puerto yo. Rican Day
2: Parade. Remember we used to go to Puerto Rican yeah. Parade? Yeah, that was legendary. Crazy. Puerto Rican Day Parade, 98th Puerto
0: Rican Day Parade. Changed was, everything. No, that was yeah. That, that was, changed everything. That was, that was. I was there with the video camera. That
2: was an unfortunate situation. But yeah. Puerto Rican Day Parade used to be legendary. a thing. It was a thing. Used to. Used to. Be out there from like the morning. It was on Sunday.
3: Yeah, Big vibes, ain't it? Big yeah. vibes.
0: You see, I mean, it was dope because you would see like dudes walking through the park, like Central Park. I remember seeing Kiss and seeing Pun and seeing Joe just walking through the park. They obviously became part of the parade later, years later. But then Hot 97 used to have their float coming down. They
2: had the floats. Angie yeah.
0: would be on there. You yeah. never knew who he was going to see. Diddy was on there. Let
2: me just explain before we go to down people. Puerto Rico Day Parade was a vibe. Yeah. They used to be the floats floating. I think they still do it, but I'm just not I haven't been tapped in like that. But it's not
3: as big. Yeah, they had
2: they had the floats. They had it was a million people who used to come out there. All um, huge, beautiful women, um, vibe. It was everything, man. Yeah. You know. A bunch of Latin kings out there, heavy. Yo, I, I'm. My, heavy. Here's what I need to know: man. Black and gold was heavy.
0: All, all these communities, all these coaches get their parades on Fifth Ave. I'm still wondering why my West Indian people have this. We only can stay in Brooklyn.
2: Shout out to the West Indian Massive. Like, come come yeah, we need that. We got to clean up with the West Indian. Come on, parade. why we can't have Fifth Ave? Because somebody gets killed every year. Not last year. God bless. Not <laughs> last. God bless. Unless we got to clean something, yo. Put your this. yo.
0: Whatever island you from in, in the Caribbean, put you know, your flag think, in the chat, man. That
2: it's in Brooklyn though, because that's really culture. Like that's where they live. Mm. That's where you know what I'm saying. That's where. So it's like, why well, go to Fifth Avenue? Why not?
0: Well, Puerto Ricans live all over.
2: I understand that. Fifth but I'm just saying, I feel Italians like,
0: get Columbus Day parade on I, Fifth Avenue.
2: I feel like you don't necessarily always have to be accepted by a white establishment.
0: no nah, we don't. But I'm just saying, Puerto Ricans are all over New York City, Bronx, Brooklyn. We all over.
2: Yeah, but Brooklyn, Brooklyn popping that's, now, Brooklyn is like Brooklyn. That's it where it's at. It right that's, now. that's where it's at.
0: Huh? Shout out to Flatbush. Shout out to Eastern Parkway. No disrespect. I'm not saying we can't have it there. I just want to know why we separated into that's, another borough.
2: That's, that's the culture. That's where you know, that's where yeah, the is. The vibe. We should,
0: yeah. should put it on White Plains Road.
3: Put it on Town Hill Road. <laughs> well, I do have a question. Since y'all, y'all was at the golf outing, uh, but what was the lesson that you learned from the newest billionaire to, to the family that y'all raised? I'm to. gonna
2: talk about that, but I want to talk about that after Don Peoples. it it ties in. It ties in. Got you. So without further ado, strap on your seatbelt. Put on your thinking caps, ladies and gentlemen. Put on your thinking caps. Get your pen and pad out and um, get ready to be educated by none other than the Honorable Don Peebles, billionaire real estate developer, the most successful black real estate developer in American history. The only black man to ever have a hotel on South Beach um, working on building the only majority black owned and black developed skyscraper in New York City, which will not only be the tallest skyscraper in the city, but the tallest skyscraper on the Western Western Hemisphere. Yes, let's go. We We can go on and on and on. His reputation precedes itself. Very rare. But you have an opportunity. He dropped some fire too. Yes. Very ready to have an opportunity to hear gems from somebody of his stature. Um, so let's not take it for granted. So let's get it. So next we're gonna bring out Don Peebles. Ooh, if you're familiar oh with Don Peebles, make some noise. Play Please some make noise. some noise. Don Peebles. Billy. Tom. Brilliant, brilliant. Gentleman the most successful black real estate developer in American history absolutely one of the most successful real estate developers in the world um, He probably doesn't want me to say this but because when we asked him he, You know he kind of like it's not about that. Yeah, but it's important it Because him. so many people probably are not familiar with his story mm-hmm. And we need to be familiarized with people that have wealth because it's it's not only inspirational, motivational, but it can actually steer the direction of where you want to go with your career. You don't necessarily have to be an athlete or or entertainer to reach a high level of success. So you know Forbes said that he was worth nine hundred million dollars. That was ten years ago. But if you know how Forbes does their recording, you have to cooperate with them. And Forbes. he stopped recording. He stopped cooperating with them ten years ago. So I mean, you know, you can kind of gauge it from there. Add yeah, that number with the one up. I said oh. before. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's it's very important that we understand. You know um, that. This is somebody that has reached that level, that billion dollar level, not by any means of athletic ability or entertainment, Mm -mm. but through real estate development. And um, was working on building the first black owned and black developed skyscraper in Manhattan called the Africa for that please. Yeah. So without further ado, we will bring out Don Peebles cash rules everything love it, around love me very fitting very <laughs> fitting it up for this great brother again. Yes Give me more energy for him. This is a legend y'all Yes, yes I told him when I met him My dad um, brought me his book The People's Principle When I was uh, probably a teenager So if anybody has not read that book It's extremely, extremely good read And I highly recommend that you read that book That's one of the must-read When it comes to financial literacy, business, and investing So um, thank you for joining us today Appreciate it Great to be here So let's get right into it So how do you feel the investment market holds For um, Q1 of 2023? Like, what do you, What's your outlook for Q1 of 2023?
4: time of opportunity. Um, I just heard, um, the Einstein of wall street on, and I, I agree with his concept, but if I think back, I mean, history repeats itself constantly. So if you go back to 19 between 1978 and 1981, the federal reserve raised the interest rates from 6% to 18% Jesus. And the market kept functioning until it didn't because people didn't catch the interest rates, the economy didn't adjust to the interest rates. But then the interest rates started going back down. And by 1987, I bought my first house and I paid $925,000 for it. And I got a mortgage on it from Citibank that was indexed with LIBOR and the rate was 9.25%. Wow. So I was able to buy a house, pay 9 and a quarter percent and feel good about it. So what will happen is that interest rates were just way too low so for example, that house if I were buying it 2 years ago with if I had the same money that I was paying on debt service, which in that instance was almost $100,000 a year, that would have bought me a $5 million mortgage. So the question we have to ask ourselves is how much does real estate appreciate and how much does it fluctuate based on interest rates? And interest rates have a lot to do with home values because people borrow money to buy their homes. And real estate overall is a leveraged business. And so interest rates affect valuation very quickly.
3: I see Troy over there. I know that look. <laughs> now you got what, 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 You sure? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, We'll put it like this. Um, I want to ask a question that everyone in the audience wants to know. Let's say we're starting from scratch, and let's just say I was your best friend. How do we get rich in real estate from 2023 to 2025? <laughs> Is that what you guys want to know? <laughs> Please. How do we get rich in real estate, brother?
4: Well, look, I know a little bit of how to do it because I started off with about $600. and uh, And then last count... I mean, you know, I was at close to a billion dollars. I think I've done close. a bit Who's, better. Clap that out for him. That's amazing. Years.
0: Very close. Yeah. Close to a billion.
4: <laughs> but, but, but right now we are built, we have a pipeline and a portfolio of about $10 billion of real estate. And I started off doing my first building was $10 million. Okay. So real estate's a leverage business. And so we can't be afraid to borrow. That's the first thing. I mean, I learned a long, long time ago, one of my mentors um, said that if you owe the bank $50,000, you can't sleep at night. If you owe them $50 million, why should you both be awake? So, so the idea is to get That's comfortable borrowing money. And what, what interest rate would be great to borrow at? I mean, it does, I, mean I think it, it's more about income. Okay. You can do, look, in the real estate business, at the level that we operate in, so for example, let's take a, let's make it easy. Let's take a a, billion doll, a half a billion dollar building. So a half a billion dollar building, we are gonna get 60% in debt. Okay, so that's gonna be $300 million. And then that other 200 million is equity and i won't put up all that 200 million i'll go to goldman sachs or you know apollo or one of these private equity funds and they'll put up 90% of it and we'll put up 10% so i'll put up 20 million they'll put up 180 million dollars they are going to charge if we were doing this right now they would be charging what's called a preferred return of about 14% okay and they'd be looking to earn 25% on their money. So it's really not, it's just the interest rate fluctuation just really affects equity to a degree, except when you're buying very tight deals like cap rate deals on apartment buildings. If you're buying at a 4.5% cap rate and interest rates are six, then that's a, that's a tough deal to make because you're not making a spread. But real estate's all about leveraging and so your cost of capital is you know one function of it, but it's also what is the market value of the asset. The challenge with residential real estate on right now for say buying homes is people's buying power has been diminished significantly because most Americans buy homes with mortgages. And so their buying power has been cut in half at a minimum and it's sometimes more. So six months ago, eight months ago, somebody could buy a million dollar home if they were making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Now, they gotta look at a half a million dollar home and so their mindsets not there so that would lead somebody like that to rent and so what happens is when people can't buy they rent and or they can't buy what they want they rent and so what the rental market will continue to get stronger as interest rates go up but what will happen also is how home values will go down and so right now We're in a time of this uncertainty. No one kind of knows what's going to happen, but the fundamentals for real estate are very good. Unemployment's very low. Yes. Um, Income and salaries are high. Wages are high. There's a backlog in demand for products. So every element of of the economy fundamentally is good. So it's just, are people willing to pay what it costs to buy? Or will they pay a little bit more to rent and wait until there's another time so so right now our strategic direction um is that we're focused on buying um we're developing rental properties now no we did condos before now our real focus is more on rentals except at the ultra high level and then people are buying in cash so they're not interest rate sensitive Mm So, during COVID,
0: there was a this mass exodus. Everybody was leaving New York. They said the price is too high, rent's too damn high. I know you have real estate, obviously, uh, developments out in Miami, but the Affirmation Tower is going to be here in New York City, right? We just had a midterm election. Uh, you know, our governor's still in place. I wonder what your, your thoughts on our, the future economy of New York and, and why it's so important that the, the Affirmation Tower is here.
4: Well, New York is one of, if not the greatest city in the world so there's always a demand for New York and what's happened is there's another generation of people who want to come here New York got a a little bit more affordable and also most people in New York rent 75% of everybody who lives here rents and so the idea that the condo market is softened up just means that the developers who can't sell those condos will now put them in the rental pool so New York is getting younger and I think look New York Used to be, up until um, really Bloomberg came in, it was a city about creativity. It was a city about excitement. It was a city of diverse people. It was a city of you know different walks of life. Financially, just a unique melting pot. And then Mike Bloomberg, over twelve years, made it almost a a Beverly Hills, or you know, and you know it became a money center place, and everything was about money. It was about money. And so property values ran up, especially Mike Bloomberg's focus was attracting really rich people to come Mm -hmm. here and buy apartments. Well, they ran up the price. Mm -hmm. And so, but that has nothing to do with the fundamentals of New York. It's such a small market. So New York's not dead. It's strong. We can all see it. All the traffic, we're walking around going into the stores. You're seeing people shopping, spending money. They're going out to the clubs. Everybody's, active here so New York's going to have an, another big run I mean it's an expensive market to get into so that makes it a bit more challenging as a real estate investor especially an early investor um but uh... I mean if I were looking to make money today I'd be looking to go into markets where there was a demand an unmet demand for Apartments, for example, rental housing or single-family housing, and buying some houses and renting them out. I'd be going to places like Fort Worth, Texas, Dallas, Texas, um, Nashville, like Eastdale, Nashville. You know, Go I think on, you know. I think Jacksonville, Tampa. Um, you know, uh, Tucson, Arizona. I mean, places where ta- it's tax-friendly high quality of life and more businesses have move there. One of the things that's going to happen and is happening now, especially with remote working is the businesses are relocating out of places like Chicago, um, out of New York city, Mm -hmm. um, out of DC, for example, as well. Um, because and out of LA because taxes are so high. Yes, And so they can save a significant amount of taxes. If you're in an environment where the tax rate is 13%, you go down to Miami, you get better weather and it's zero local income tax or state income tax
2: let me ask you this as far as you know we talk about real estate a lot on our, on our platform how to invest in real estate but we don't really talk about real estate development too much and there's nobody to talk about that better than you so if somebody's interested in becoming a real estate developer um steps should they take like what advice could you give to somebody that's interested on the developments uh
4: I mean I, I, one of the, I would say become a student of the business learn the business learn the fundamentals what I learned about where I got started was I started as a sales agent so I understood how to market I learned how to market um, and then I became an appraiser so I learned how to estimate value so if I figured if I could estimate value I could go out and create value mm-hmm. and so those are the things that You know, uh, you you get started by learning the fundamentals of the business. You don't have to be a, you can be a contractor too, but you don't have to be an engineer. You don't have to be a finance major. You can understand the basic fundamentals of real estate, which is marketing and understanding value. And And you make your money in real estate going in when you buy real estate, you make the money then. And you realize your profit on the price on which you buy the asset. When, yeah, exactly. Okay. And then you can go in and create value. And so what development is can, all can about? Can you talk
2: about that as far as making money on the front? Yeah.
4: Absolutely. So you want to buy if you think about this. Imagine real estate is a t- is a twelve hour clock. The ultimate time to sell is twelve o'clock. So from about one o'clock until four or so, you want to be kicked back in a spectator then around four so you start looking for the opportunities and then you start buying and you buy all the way up to about nine o'clock and then at that point you start looking to sell Mm. so if you buy and you want to buy when fewer people are buying and it's hard to buy.
2: What time are we at right now?
4: Oh I think that we're probably at about three o'clock three o'clock, three (laughs) o'clock. Noted. And look I think that the thing is is that there's opportunities everywhere Mm -hmm. so I remember back in um, 1991, 92 during the junk bond crisis. Um, you know, banks were failing, they were closing. In 1989, there were 300 and some odd banks closed in one year. The, and then in 1990, another 300 banks closed. Mm. So they were liquidating all kinds of assets. So I started buying assets in, in downtown DC. And I was buying stuff at 20 cents on the dollar or so. And my view was I didn't need all kinds of, you know, scientific charts. I didn't need any kind of real calculation. I felt that the nation's capital, the most powerful nation in the world, would come back at some point. Or the money wouldn't be worth anything anyway. So I loaded up and bought everything I could. And that 20 cents on the dollar, when I started selling 80 cents on the dollar 90 cents on the dollar I was making four or five times I love what that. I paid and if you leverage it then you're making you know 600 times what she made is that
3: amazing please clap it up for that I have a two-parter for you I'm sure the audience wants to know uh, number one what are the five cities in case they missed them because I'm sure somebody was on Instagram sending a DM <laughs> saying that they should be here right So what are the five cities you would have us invest in? And let's say hypothetically, I had like 5,000 amazing friends that were investors. How can we put our money together to get in some of these commercial deals so we can build wealth together?
4: Well, I think the first thing is where I would be investing is I like Florida because it's got strong fundamentals. No state income tax, a growing economy, um, and a good quality of life overall. Mm -hmm. So Miami's very stimulated. So you gotta look beyond that. So what are the emerging cities in Florida? And that's Jacksonville and Tampa. Those are the two strongest markets in that. Please
3: write those down.
4: Then if I were gonna go Texas, great fundamentals, no state income tax, decent, pretty good weather overall, um, and very business friendly, but um, Austin has been on fire. Yes. So where do you go? You go to Dallas and you go to Fort Worth. Um, Those markets are still, you know, growing and they're underserved. Uh, and then Arizona, Scottsdale, Phoenix has always done very well. Tucson, sleeper, I'd go there. Um, and then Nashville and Memphis, so no state income tax in Tennessee, quite as it's kept. And, uh, and then, you know, look, re, I'll tell you how strong state in, no state income taxes are. When Jeff Be- Bezos fo- uh, started Amazon, he did it in Seattle, Washington. Bill Gates, always stayed a resident of Seattle, Washington, because Washington State has no state income tax. But those would be the markets that I would focus on. And I would look real hard at LA because I think that LA bounces back. It's a resilient market. It's, uh, you know, um, it's, a, it's got an in- industry that is going to run in perpetuity, the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got technology. And then New York. But I would say New York is real early right now. Uh, so I'd be waiting on New York and look I think that you know one of the things that we have been looking at is how do we empower people especially people of color yes. to be able to reap the benefits of economic growth through real estate on a larger scale um, and and just to give you a sense this analogy I gave where I put up the 20 million and a Goldman Sachs or someone put up 180 to, buy, to do a $500 million building? Well, our buildings generally are going to make somewhere of about 40 to 50% return on cost. So, say that it made 50% return on cost after we developed it and stabilized it. That's 250 million profit. Well, the way that would work is that we'd get about half that. So, we would get 125 million. On that twenty million dollar investment, and so you can do the math on that as over a six hundred percent return on our money oh, wow. so that 's all about leverage so no clapping up for that because six hundred percent return is incredible. I know most
3: people think there are not a lot of big gains in real estate, but thank you for mentioning that
4: yeah so so the uh, so it used to be back in the um, the nineteen um, 80s real estate commercial real estate was powered, especially office buildings and hotels were powered by real estate syndicators. So real estate syndicators would go out and buy an office building, chop it up into a thousand pieces, and sell it off in pieces. And the investors would get the tax benefits from it, and then they would get the rent income and the appreciation. When the banks all failed in the late 80s, early 90s, um, the, and the tax law was changed in 1986 to take away those depreciation rights and so forth. It, the, the syndicators went out of business essentially overnight. So we are looking at how do we make access to doing an invest, investing in say an affirmation tower accessible to a larger Group of people, and we're working on doing that now. We're considering a platform that's somewhat like crowdfunding, but a, little, but a bit more liquid. Um, and uh, but I think that that I think there are some ways now. Like for example, we are looking at investing in some REITs. Um, so SL Green, which is just built one Vanderbilt um, office building right at uh, um, Grand Central Station, the most successful office building in the marketplace. Um, their stock is down, you know, 75, 80 percent. And Vornado, um, which owns um, Far- the Farley Station, which is the historic building across the street from where we are now on Eighth Avenue, and they own all these office buildings above uh, Penn Station and Madison Square Garden. Yes. Um, their de- stock is down 70. 70- Or so percent and so that's another place to play as well because they're they're, the market has penalized them heavily Um, and that's another way to invest in larger scale real estate Um, but overall it hasn't been accessible and so people have to become entrepreneurs themselves to do that. And that's a bit harder, but I would say that the way you start in in the development business is do a house or two. Buy an apartment building um, and, and renovate it, renovate the apartment building and release it up. Or buy a condo in a market that's emerging and it's an old building and renovate the apartment and resell it. There, that's the way to get started, and then you start scaling it up. But the thing about real estate, though, is you—if you're going to get into development, you got to think big, and you got to be willing to scale up quickly. So think about this: the first building we developed was in 1989. I started on that in '86. That was $10 million. Affirmation Tower is $3.6 billion. So wow. we got to scale up. To up. <laughs> Troy.
3: I, I, yeah. I see you got a question.
0: No, man, I mean, a, a, as you're talking, uh, Donna, I'm just thinking to myself as you look at the landscape, and we always talk about building generational wealth, and we know one of those ways to build it is through real estate. As you look out at the landscape from your position, looking at the new developers, people, the agents, the realtors, how encouraged are you when you see us in this space now? Because I would imagine 40 years ago when you were starting, it didn't look like us. And I was looking at the statistic actually. It said uh, in the second quarter of 2022, the home ownership rate of white households was 75%, compared to 45% of black households, 48% of Hispanic households, and 57% of non-Hispanic households of any other race. And so. Are you
4: feeling encouraged? Like, what, what is your thought from the landscape from where you're sitting at? I mean, look, I'm encouraged by what you all are doing. I mean, I think you all are the bright spot Thank of you. real estate Thank you. and entrepreneurship Thank for black Americans. What happened is, during the 1960s, we all were fighting, my parents and my grandparents and all of our parents and grandparents were fighting for civil rights, basic civil rights, access to universities, access to you know, accommodations, and access to educational institutions. Um, and then in the, in the 1970s, we got it. And so what happened is that prior to that, the best and brightest of us were entrepreneurs in many instances because we couldn't get jobs no one would hire us so we would create businesses and serve our communities in those businesses what happened is in, um and then we and then those of us who went to college went to historically black colleges by and large so what happened is in the 70s and 80s um, that changed um, so we didn't become as entrepreneurial we begin to get jobs and better paying jobs and that was the goal and so what we see that real estate is an entrepreneurial business and it's severely underrepresented when it comes to um, black americans um, home ownership rates for black households is lower today than it was in 1968 when dr king was assassinated So. Um, And in fact, in Boston, the average household net worth of a white household is $250,000. And the average household net worth of a black household is $8. Mm. And so what that is, is that we haven't been entrepreneurs. So there is a tremendous opportunity, though, for real estate, for real estate entrepreneurship. The thing about real estate, and everybody ought to appreciate this, when you go out to raise if i've got an app if i've got some technology etc it's not a hard asset so i got to go and find friends and families to help get me started and then convince people to put money into it in real estate there's a hard asset that can be valued so you're you are going to be 70 percent already on the way because you can borrow 70 percent in debt and so it's easier to get started as a real estate asset owner because you have this hard asset and then once that, and that asset is appreciating at the same time if you own a rental building or a rental house you're collecting rent it's paying down your mortgage paying down your debt and the property is appreciating over time and so you're getting an equity buildup that is pretty quick and you'll ultimately be able to borrow against that too So. Where I think there's no better time for us to be in real estate, um, it is the number one business in this country overall. Wow! It's Say the that number, again, please. Number one business in America is real estate, and the biggest wealth generator up, is real please. estate. that up, please. Shout out to MG, the mortgage guy.
3: Yeah, I mean McDonald's is in the real estate business. Um, I are you guys loving the information that he's sharing? This brother has given us amazing gems. I want to cut into my time to keep him here longer. Is that okay if we get more gems from him? And and when you stay to the end, I'm gonna do something I haven't even told them that I'm gonna do, but can we keep him on for a little bit longer? Surprise time, right? (laughs) Stand up. Stand up, please. Say, we can close close. the wealth gap by working together. Say it again. We can can. close the wealth gap gap. by working together. together. Y'all not loud enough. Jersey, where we at? at We can close the wealth gap gap. by working together. together. For everybody who is from New Jersey who bought a ticket tonight, I will put you in Stock Club for life. I appreciate y'all rocking. Participate. Jersey, where we at? Jersey, Jersey.
2: you know it's so crazy y'all He was in, Joe Budden's gonna be super proud
4: Yeah,
3: (laughs) shout out to Newark, Jersey City, (laughs) Parsippany, West Orange, East Orange I'll be out there, Jersey where we at? Let's end, okay And I'm gonna put y'all on Sniper for life The new one and the old one If I made you money can I get a hell yeah? yeah? Say we love you Don Say it like you mean it, say we love you Thank you
4: Yes Don, we love you, man They love you Wait, I lived in East Orange Really? (laughs) And I went to Rutgers, Newark
3: Wow Shout out to the Jersey fam So this is only right Yeah, heavy I appreciate you, brother So you gotta put them in stock club
2: Absolutely. We're about to put new music on, right? (laughs) That's right. Ian has a Jersey City. Has a deep love for Jersey. Who knew? Jersey my spot, (laughs) man. Shout out to Jersey. Um, All right, let me ask you this. So, is there anything that you think uh, specifically would be smart to invest in into 2023? And uh, vice versa, are there things that you would not recommend to invest in uh, going into 2023?
4: I mean I think that I would i would be cautious um, about financials like if I were going to be investing in the stock market I'd be cautious about financials right don't now. don't tell me that oh, um, <laughs>
3: at, give us some gems please Excel,
4: we'll you know, Bye. I'd be looking but I'd be cautious um, I would clearly be looking at airlines but cautious but they're still under capacity um, I'd be looking real hard now at the hotel market um, really a lot of people are traveling hotel room rates are up I mean stratospherically and so I'd be looking there um, and uh, I tend to invest pretty much in what I know um, you know I've done well I mean I bought Tesla early and well and it's um, written it up and you know constantly up and uh, but a little bit pull back here and there but I think you know I mean technology to some degree um, but I also be looking at Right now, the fact is, is that there is a untapped market in terms of providing capital to black businesses. Absolutely.
3: Please talk more about that.
4: And if you think about this, I I, I got uh, I got the Business Icon Award. Um, it was aired last night from the grill. Congrats! That's amazing. Yes, yes. We were, we were part of that presentation. You know, there, there was two so, gentlemen who were part of the the tribute video to you,
3: yes. Troy and Rashad from Earn yes. Leisure. You might yes, know they all yes, look good.
4: <laughs> yes, and and I brought up um, in my acceptance last night um, that there is eighty three trillion dollars invested in venture capital and private equity right now and less than 1.3% of that money goes to women and people of color combined You said 83 trillion 83 trillion and 1.3% so that means to think about this for example so well, women yes. and people of color. So that's Mexicans, that's Indians, everybody. That's, that's everybody. That's that's the vast thing. So right. Right. So, right. So ninety so think about this: 98.7% of all venture capital, money, and private equity goes to white men. So the vast majority of the country mm. is fighting to try to get access to start a business, build a business, expand a business, and they're fighting over 1.3%. And so our answer, and so when, you know, it used to puzzle me when I was starting my company and so forth, why I didn't see greater, you know, more black people. And I always wonder, well, why is it? Is it something we don't know? Well, yeah, something we don't know, it is that we don't get fair access to money, Mm. fair access to capital. So it's like, I mean, Capital is the fuel that drives entrepreneurship and business.
3: Say that one more time. That's a great quote.
4: Capital is the fuel that drives entrepreneurship and business. It'd be like me saying we're going to drive from here to East Orange, New Jersey, but we don't have but a ten cents of gas. East (laughs) Orange, make some noise, okay? And so it's 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 unreasonable and impossible to expect me to get from here to East Orange with 10 cents of gas. Well, it's unreasonable to expect any of us to grow our businesses or start one without any money. And until our financial system is made fair, we're gonna see these inequities. And so I think there's a tremendous business opportunity. I tell these heads of banks and so forth, you don't have to go to Southeast Asia or Eastern Europe to look for an emerging market, you got one right here. Black people. Yeah. Start so, treating us fairly. Start providing capital to us. I'm so saying.
3: how do we crack this code to raise more capital? Is it a strategy or insight that you see, or do we need to like grab Peter and have him do all of our deals?
4: <laughs> <laughs> what well, we need to do is it. what you said earlier. We have to work together. You close the wealth gap like you said by working together. So it's pooling our resources and working together. Not seeing each other as competitors, but allies.
3: Yeah. Say that again. Shout out to ally too. Can you say that again? Shout out to
4: ally. Right. You can't. We cannot look at each other. I do not look at another black business person as a competitor. Yes. See him as an ally and a colleague and somebody I'm rooting for. Mm. And that's what we got to do. We got to root for each other. Yes. Make some noise for the legendary Don
2: Peebles, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That's. Was outstanding.
0: Legendary Legendary. We have. And he dropped in cities too. We have sound effects. The boys, the boys coming. The boys coming. Boys coming. Yeah,
2: we need sound effects. Yeah, the boys coming. Tell Flex to drop bomb
0: of of that. Boys coming. Soon coming.
2: Flex to drop (laughs) bomb of that, man.
0: Yeah, that was outstanding. Mondays Outstanding.
2: Market Mondays live at MSG. Legendary.
0: What do you think? Deserves his his jersey retired? Absolutely. Legend.
3: I was tap shoddy three times. Like, can we let him go longer? Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. If people, hooked, if you really yeah. watch
0: it back, we are like texting like, "Yo, we should just let him go longer." I'm looking like, yeah, yeah, let him go. Go. <laughs> let him go. Let
3: him
2: go. Let him go. Yeah. Yep. The end. Definitely. You can tell he wants. He to gave up win. some of his time to um let down um, peoples go longer because it was just such a good vibe and um so much information. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it's like you know, fortunately for us. We've been privy to, you know, if we need to, of course, we're not going to act like we talk to these people every single day, but if we need to, we can call and we can have a conversation. We can set up a meeting But it's like, we know that the vast majority of people don't have that luxury. So it's like, all right, well, you know, you can always hear from us, but you might not always be able to hear from Don Peebles. So being that, you know, that situation doesn't happen every day, you know, Ian thought that it was in the best interest of everybody to prolong his time on stage and uh thought that that was a very classy move because it took away from his solo presentation um but i think that it was definitely something that was extremely beneficial and um you know helped people but also motivated people as well to see somebody that you know comes from humble beginnings to to rise to the level that he's been able to rise to not only from a monetary standpoint but from actually you know building real tangible stuff and you know, doing mm-hmm. deals and, you know, just in politics and his whole life story. Read his book if you haven't read his book. It's very interesting. The People's Principles. I read that book probably 15 years ago. Um, Still one of the best books that you'll ever read. And uh, very, very, very uh, inspirational, motivational, and uh, just all around class act. So shout out to Don Peebles yeah. and uh, his whole entire team. Because they've been, you know, extremely uh, gracious with their time mm-hmm. you whenever know, we have asked them to do anything, whether it was an interview, whether it was an Invest Fest, whether it was Market Mondays Live, and um, don't take Market Mondays for granted because it's one of these things where you know bringing a lot of these people on, and this is a lot of, you know, this is a lot of information, a lot of information. So you know, you got it. definitely for free. Be uh, and uh, you know we might we might hit the road again in 2023. You never know. So when we hit the road and uh, we do these live events for Market Monday, it's highly suggested that um, you come. Uh, Vermont, we're coming. On the, <laughs> on the way. On the way. On the way. Alaska, Ju-
3: Juno. What's the, what's the city? On the way. Ju- Anchorage, we're coming. On Juneau. On the way. Bismarck, we're coming.
2: Mexico, that's like uh, Trusk. He was in all those towns. He was in New Mexico. He said his best performance is in New Mexico. So he got the most. Albuquerque popping on the logo. He, said he got the most love in New Mexico.
3: Albuquerque. That's what Breaking Bad was, right? Yeah. 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 Shout out to the University of New Mexico. Because there's like, UNM is like the stars there. So if you come to town. Shout out to Humble. Dude. You went to New Mercy in New Mexico. Yeah, he did. Yeah, shout yeah. out to him.
2: All right. So let, God, let's get those. into this. Um, let's recap this as far as to say, what are some of the top. Points that we personally took away from um uh, our experience with uh, Don Peoples and in, in the conversation that he had.
3: No starting? Well, um yeah, just as far as character. Um nice every time I met him, but his willingness to want to give, you can feel like on stage he wanted to give more. Like even the cities that he told you to invest in. I never even heard anyone of his stature give that kind of information um but as far as like how humble he is how nice he is and his willingness to give is like number one number two i say it all the time people who have mastered their craft have like a certain passion i don't know his age but he feels 20 years younger than what he is and that's one thing i notice all the time is like when people really love their craft there's like a light that beams out of them because of the love that they have and uh, thirdly are those cities to invest in Like when I tell you, I was shocked that he gave those cities in real time because I can tell those are areas that he's looking to do deals in. Um, So lastly, those cities and like willingness to give the real information to help other people make the money. Like you can feel that he wanted everyone in the audience to be rich as well. So his character, um, the passion that he has for the business and then giving up the real secrets of the business were the three biggest ones for me. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll add to that, I'll say how gracious he is with his time. Um and shout out to Chandra uh who for putting the dots together to make sure that, you know, every time we, we ask of Don to, to come speak, he's always willing to do it. And you can tell, like you said, in the way he speaks, he wants to help. And I feel like he's yeah. gravitated toward us because He's looking at it as a, a standpoint, like, I've been wanting to get this message out. I've been wanting to talk like this. I just haven't had this, the, the platform to do it. Place to. And so yeah. he's, he's looking at us like, I'm so proud of what you guys are doing. How can I offer my assistance? How can I help? But the other thing is just how sharp he is, man. Like and It's the same thing yeah. when, when we sat down with Robert F. Smith to bring him up again. When you listen to these gentlemen talk, their level of expertise is so high. You can tell mm-hmm. right? that like they've been through this. And they've been tried and tested and they come out on the other side successful. Um, and you can mm-hmm. hear it in their dialogue and you can hear the creativity and you can hear the expertise in math when it comes to him. And even in, in conversations we had that weren't in part of our interview, it was just like, this is just a different level of education. Like every time we speak to him, mm-hmm. we're being educated. And I'm assuming that, you know, when the audience listens to it, they're going to be having that same feel. But he's so forthcoming with it, too. Right. Like, like you said, he doesn't have to do it. He's choosing to do yeah, it at because all. He's, he's looking at the next generation, but he's also looking for generations down the line. Like, if we don't do this now, what will we look like in the next 10 to 15 to 20 years? And he's been doing it for decades. And so we can see the, the pathway, right? Like, he's been doing it in the 90s, doing it in the early 2000s. And he's looking at the, the landscape now and saying, like, all right, I know what's coming ahead. Here's what we need to do as people, as a community, if we want to make a big uh, dent in this 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 wealth gap, especially when it comes to real estate, which is something that he's super passionate about. So, those, those are my takeaways from the, the interview. Chat. Chat, what were your takeaways?
2: Um, I'm going to go into my monologue. Please. Oh, we already there. We cut to it.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Can we do the camera?
3: Let's zoom in on them. Yeah, can we zoom in, please? Yeah, let's zoom in.
2: Very important.
3: I'll tell Rashad this weekend. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this monologue. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to it. About to go three for three.
2: God willing. So, um, so here's the thing. Can we get the camera? Can we? Can we get this? I got you. Close range. Yep. Very important. So here's the thing. Um, And this goes back (laughs) to you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, made a controversial statement about the Jay Z thing. And it was like $500,000 of Jay-Z and then, you know, everybody was up in arms and ish, ish, don't, don't come for me, ish. So, so it's all love. Man. Shout we out to got, my guy. To keep light skin unity. But, um, Absolutely. You know, the whole thing with the Jay-Z and the $500 and all that, it, it's, it's a bigger issue than that. Cause that's a hypothetical situation. It's, not, it's never really going to happen. Right. But the issue is that if you have no value to bring to somebody, Of course you should take the money. Why would you take a dinner with somebody that you're not going to be able to benefit though? Um, But the whole point in life is that you should work every single day to make yourself as valuable as possible. Because when you meet somebody that can change your life, it's important for you to be in a position Mm -hmm. to actually take advantage of that, right? So it's like, for me, this Don Peoples thing is a is a it's a real full service moment because, you know, I met Don Peebles 15 years ago and I read his book and um, he was coming to New York and he was doing something. And at the time I was just starting out as a financial advisor. I was probably like 20 something years old and I went, I was in Manhattan. I went and he spoke and I waited afterwards and I introduced myself to him. I told him, you know, I read your book, da, 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 I'm a big fan of everything that you have. And he was like, you know, just um, keep working. And that's what I did. And then the next time that we meet them, now it's a whole different situation. Because now yeah. we actually have real value to bring to the situation. So now we're prepared to take advantage of it. And I always tell people, it's like at some point in time, you're going to meet somebody that can change your life. Yep. The thing about it is, most of the time, you're not ready. So <sighs> when you when you meet Jay-Z, when you meet Don Peebles, what you're going to do is ask for a picture.
3: You're going to ask for mm-hmm. a picture. Mm-hmm. Mistake.
2: And it's like, because at that moment, that's the only thing that you can really conjure in your brain, right? I guarantee you at some point in time, you're going to meet somebody that can change your life. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready, then that's on you. Yep. Because you haven't put yourself in a position to add value. So from the time that I met Don Peebles to the next time that I met on 15 years later, I worked every single day for 15 years. I didn't know exactly Mm -hmm. what I was going to do, but I knew at some point I was going to be in a position to add value. And the next time I met him, it was a completely different conversation. Because now I'm not just asking for a picture. I'm not just saying, hey, I like your book. Now we have a whole media empire that is behind us. So now he sees the value. Now the conversation is how can we work together? Mm -hmm. How can we collaborate? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not done by accident. So this, like I said, this goes back to this dinner situation. Of course, the situation that we're in right now in life is a lot different than most, but that's because we worked our whole life to get here. So we worked our whole life, so now we have enough value add that anybody that we sit down with is going to be a productive conversation. So just keep that in mind because it's like relationships ultimately are more valuable than money. And this goes back to even the Michael Roberts if you don't know who Michael Roberts Senior is, you should look him up. Google him. Um, guy's worth over probably five hundred million, close to a billion dollars. Who's counting? Um, black billionaire. So took three companies public. Uh, telecommunications. Say that,
0: that part again. He took
2: three companies public. Um, <laughs> but it's like you know, these are the these are the type of people that you want to network with, right? But the only way you're going to be able to network with them is if you're just as valuable as they are. That's yep. the part that nobody tells you. Networking is not just get in a room and just be in a room. Networking is getting in a room, but you have to add value to be in a room. Get yes. in a room is only half the battle. Then, you're just, then you'll just be in a the room. There's a lot of people just in the room and people are saying, why are you here? But it's like now if you have enough value to bring, then you understand that your your resources, your network is much more valuable than money. And the last thing I'll say about this is shout out to Derek Falcon. He had said something a while ago and he was like, you know, You talk about middle class, you talk about poor people. When people say, okay, I'm going to fall off. People, when you think about falling off, right? What's your first thought? If you lose everything today, what's your first thought? I'm going to hustle. I'm going to get it back. I'm going to go back on the grind. He said, no. Rich people, how I'm thinking like, my first thought is I'm going to call my friends. I'm going to call my friends. And it's like, they're going to help me. And that's that's the whole point of cultivating relationships, right? And I thought about it. I'm like, damn, you're right. You're really right. That's that's what I'm going to do. Like God forbid, <laughs> if, if everything falls apart today, I feel like I have enough resources where I'm gonna call yep. some people. I'm not even gonna call them to Must- ask them. It's not about asking them for money, but it's to ask. It's going, yo, I need this. To, I need to get put back in position.
3: The real ones gonna send it right away too.
2: Yeah, but but it's like you know, I'm not even gonna. Ask, I'm, I'm gonna ask to get put back in position. Yo, I need this. I need you to introduce me to this person. I need this. I need to be on. I need to be on your show. I need to do this. I need to do it. Like, and they probably gonna say yeah because. I've helped them.
0: The way you treated them on the way like, up. You know yep, yep, so yep. it's like
2: mm. that's the difference. It's like who do you have to call on, right? That's your network. That's why I say relationships worth more than money, because ultimately money goes up, it goes down. It's it's something that you know is is a byproduct of of what you've built, but relationships are here forever, and you really can't even put a value on that. You can't put a value on having dumb people's on speed down. You really can't like what's yeah. the price? What's the price point that it is to have a personal relationship with Robert Smith? Is it worth one million? Is it worth ten million? Is I don't like you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you how do you even measure you that? Can't quantify money? it. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't know how much yeah. money can actually come from that. Like how much money can come from Steve Harvey to have a relationship with him, right? Like these are things that you have to understand. So all of that to say Don Peebles, a gentleman and a scholar, but I just really wanna hammer that in because it's like we can talk about our takeaways, but I guarantee you you're going to meet somebody that's gonna be able to change your life. I guarantee you. If you live in LA, you meet you're gonna run across somebody just Wait on
3: every day.
2: Just <laughs> wait in the Beverly Center. Like just, at Starbucks. Yeah just, yeah,
0: just go to lunch on Sunset.
2: Just be on the Sunset. <laughs> it's gonna Sunday happen. One. You're gonna run into Stevie one. Like it's gonna happen for you. You're gonna run into Tyler Perry. Like just wait. Yeah. If you live in LA, just wait outside. So like <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. If you live in New York, just like LA, Atlanta. If you don't live in those places, go to those places and just wait. Like yeah. you're gonna. At the... some point in time, you're going to meet somebody, or you could be intentional, like me. When I was intentional about meeting Don people. I went and I met him. I didn't have enough to offer him at that time. But if I had enough to offer him at that time, I might have changed my life 15 years ago. True. So it's like, yeah. I guarantee you at some point in time, you're going to meet somebody that can change your life. Are you prepared? If you're not prepared, you guys, if you're not prepared, start preparing yourself. Day in, day night, day in and, and night. And when the time comes, take advantage of it.
0: Every moment prepares you for the next one. It's, it's, it's a fact. Every moment, we never skipped any steps. No steps were skipped. No battles were not fought. Like we grinded, mm-hmm. literally grinded for years. We had. I mean, I remember conversations we used to have before we started teaching. Before you were financial advisor, we were sitting in the car like, "Yo, what are we gonna do? All right, this is my plan. This is your plan. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's go after it. Let's get to let's it. Let's go like fearlessly. Let's just go after it. Let's create this business. After that." Let's see if this works. It didn't work. All right. Well, what did we learn from it? All right. Let's attack the next thing. We didn't skip any Mm -hmm. steps. That's why I always tell people. They're like, yo, man, this happened so fast. Five years, four years. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, we was really in a band room. 97 degrees. Like, people on vacation (laughs) in Costa Rica. You know what I'm saying? Spending two months of their summer just on vacation. We were teenagers in a band room. With cafeteria tables, yeah. just get into it and really just trying to encourage it, yeah. them and help them learn.
2: It's a you, fact, man. You know what's one of the best stories of that? Big Sean. Big Sean. If anybody doesn't know Big Sean's story, so how he got Shoot into it outside. Um pa- yeah. Kanye West was in Detroit for a radio run. He went to the radio station and Big Sean, you know, he knew he was coming to the radio station. He stayed outside the radio station and he saw him walking. He's like, yo, I can rap. I'm sure that happens every single day, all day, right? He's like, I can rap. I got, I got bars. So Ye, like I right, rap. And as he's walking, Ye's still walking, like I right, rap for me. And he said he rapped for 10 minutes straight. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, he's like, all right, what's your information? And then the rest is history. The bottom line is that how long Got you think to it took him to prepare himself for that moment? He didn't know exactly when that moment was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He didn't know he didn't know when it was gonna happen. He didn't even probably know yeah. who it was gonna be. It could have been Jay-Z, it could have
0: been it, it probably could have
2: been anybody. anybody. Yep. But he was preparing himself for years, not yeah. only just from a talent standpoint, but from a psychological standpoint as well. Because it's how much, how many people are going to have enough courage to to do that? Sure, that's another thing. Like, you know ten You only
0: get one shot. How many people? You got to go courage? after it. That's <laughs> that's that's and from Detroit, like you only get one shot. Don't miss your chance to blow. Like that's the microcosm. Like if we had to put, a paraphrase this: Do not miss your sh- your shot.
2: It's going to happen. I, Let me I ask probably, you guys
3: a question. Don't miss your shot. It's how, going to happen. How many people do you do you know actually work seven days a week? Even when they sit, like we're in bungalow. Everybody's sending texts, trying to get bungalow. deals done. That's a fact. How many people do you see actually working seven days a week?
2: The, the, the entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs. Because when you're an entrepreneur, there's no days off. So the entrepreneurs working seven days a week, but I feel that.
3: Even out of, out of, them, out of them. How many? <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. I don't know
3: when the opportunity is there and people can feel when you're prepared. Mm-hmm. People, can, people can feel it. like even when last time Peter called me, he's like, Hey, I need you come to the exchange. I'm like, Bro, I feel like go. I'm tired. Let go. People from Citadel, JP Morgan. Like, you have to be. And then I'm talking to the, the market maker who trades the most amount of shares for Exxon, and I'm telling them where I would get in. I'm not qualified technically to have a conversation. But me not missing any days in the market made me really confident. Me and Ross Mac was just there chopping it up, and he's talking about what he did at Morgan Stanley. Amazing interview, by the way. Um, and a black box trading. And like, you have to stay on your ish. Every shout out to my brother. He said he <laughs> want to come on and debate too, by the way. So we got to set that up. But I tell, I'm like, but even for the 500, 500 is not a lot. You go, you get a car, jury, put away some tuition taxes uh, 500 be gone in a year less
2: less
3: less, bro and, and, gotta have a real conversation about like what it really takes to keep and i know my 28 million dollar number sounded crazy a couple years ago you can blow through 500 000 in la or new york or new jersey shout out to jersey um in a year getting a house and a car and tuition and taking care of your kids the way they should be taken care of you gotta set the bar higher
2: and also this this next time Take next time out of your vocabulary. Take next time out of your vocabulary because it's like that one of the biggest crutches and escape goats that you people use. They're like, I'm doing next time. Mm-mm. I'm going next time. i see next time. I, think I remember that. I'll tell you a story. Like that's what happened when we met uh, Jay Prince in Houston. And the girl was telling me, she was like, um, now is not a good time. Uh, it's the only time.
3: Yeah, we got to make shit happen.
2: Only to, I, how are you going to tell me it's not a good time when he's here? And This is the only time. <laughs> going back a valuable, to a No,
0: That's a valuable lesson.
2: <laughs> what are we, we talking about? We're not going
0: to get another chance. We got to maximize this opportunity because we're not guaranteed that. Right now, that was a lesson. Again, some of these things we learned. Like when, and shout out to Biggs. You know, like we're, I'm a big Rockefeller guy. We had an opportunity to interview him in our first year of doing Earn Your Leisure. And I was like, you know what? He's coming to New York. We'll do it when he gets there. I didn't seize that moment.
2: Four years later. Four
0: years later, we still haven't sat down with Biggs. And no disrespect to him. And, you know, we've we've met him a few times. It just hasn't happened. But I realized in that moment, that will never happen again. When we have an opportunity to do something, we're doing it. Mm
3: -hmm. We're doing it. You're doing it right there. Yeah, we're doing it. Yep. Even when they came to town, they're like, hey, we're going to be here. I just had picked up Xander. I'm like, Xander, go to bed, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I don't never pop out on a Thursday. I'm like, yo, I'm on the way. You can't like, and you have to show up so people can feel your energy. Shout out to like Jonathan, shout out to him, shout out to JR. They like, I've been following you for a minute, but it's different when a person can be around your energy and also see that you're solid yeah. and you move with character. One thing I came and introduced myself to everybody like, these are small things that people are going to see, but you have to show up and be there in person. I know social is amazing, people can't feel your character mm-hmm. on social media,
0: and they're going to stop. As soon as you walk in, and and, and, and shout out uh, shout out to Larry again, but you walked in, people are stopping you because it's like, yo, you're here in real life. I got to stop you to tell yeah, you how much I've learned, how much you've helped me. Can we take a picture in the middle of a nightclub, you know, yes. pineapple juice was in the air. and But hey, we got to stop go. because, <laughs> yo, it doesn't matter the environment. We're in this environment together. We're one of the people, we with the people. Of course we're going to stop yeah. and have a conversation. That's something, somebody was saying that mm-hmm. to me, one, um, my man Mario, shout out to Mario, I believe 313, shout out to him, yeah. he was like, yo, I, I've been around y'all a few times, one thing I noticed, y'all never say no, like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how much times people want to take a picture or they want to g- pick your brain, y'all always open to the conversation, I'm like, yeah, because this opportunity, this is somebody's, yo, this is my one time. And I understand that. Facts. I understand it. I understand. I didn't always when understand it. When that girl it.
3: grabbed us, man. Yeah, she it's was like, so yo, this is the one pitch, moment. I'm Let like me tell you about this business
0: I have. And it's like, yo, I want to be gracious with the and precious with the time that they have like, because the, the like, I, be the, the I know it takes courage. I met a young lady at this this gala, and she was almost in tears. I'm like, you're good. We're gonna have a conversation. I'm gonna walk you through this. This doesn't even have to be a nervous interaction. Tell me about what you're doing. And for 20 yep. minutes, we talked about it. And I said, you know what? Everything that we just talked about, I want you to walk in the room, and I want you to just use it. And let's see what happens tonight.
2: And sometimes people are ready. Sometimes they are ready. That's another thing, too. You got to listen. Is true. You gotta That's listen true. Because- that is true. If you don't listen, you could actually miss it's out, out. on your opportunity. It's, opportunity. It's, not, it's not always the other person's opportunity. Sometimes it's your opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they, they actually do have a billion dollar idea. <laughs> it's, is, it's, that's a, fact. Never, that's a fact. That is a fact. Or
3: they may be, be trying to listen when all the attacks came out last year. I was out. Somebody stopped me, like, hey, I need to put put a bug in your ear. This is about to happen. I could have been like, nah, bro, I'm busy. Like Sometimes God has sent some angels to you as well to tell you what to look out for. Mm-hmm. Make time for people. That's a lot of labels, a lot of artists, a lot of business people who didn't listen for them five minutes because they were too busy. Whew. Huge mistake. Nah, Huge mistake. Gotta, Take the time. That
2: happened. That's Wall Street Trapper. That's his story. Mm-hmm. He came to, we had a, a networking party in Houston. This was three Remember? years ago, four years ago.
3: Yeah, I heard that was lit too. I'm mad. The legendary
2: situation. Uh, he came to the networking party from New Orleans, flew in uh, and introduced himself. He came to meet us. He introduced himself to me. He said, My name is Wall Street Trapper. I'm on Instagram. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I see your post. And he's like, um, You know, I wanted to introduce myself. He told me his story. Da, 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 da. And I said, Okay, well, let's, you, are you interested in doing a show? You want to get on the podcast? He said, yeah. yeah. Tell me when, where to be. My like, guy, right, let's do New York next week. And he flew to <clears> New York. You think he ever, he was in New York before. It was his first, first time, time coming to New York. He flew to New York. He came to the studio and we did an episode, episode 44. Mm-hmm. Um, Fire.
0: Brown table, green wall.
2: And and that changed everything. It's, it's, doc, it's documented. It's Legendary. not a not theory. It's not a theory. It's Legendary. not theory. He's
0: prepared. It's, it's oh, he was ready.
2: <laughs> it's documented. Eastside golf.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Another one. Shout out to Earl. Met him at the lobby of the Lowe's Hotel.
0: Shout out to his sister, too.
2: And once again, he was prepared. Mm-hmm. He came up to me. People call yeah. me all the time. You got to put me on your show. No, I really don't. I really don't have to put you on the show. But he's- he,
3: Mike clipped it up. Nah, <laughs>
2: just like, come on. it's a fact, though, bro. But he came up to me and he was like, yo. He said, yo, um, I got a company, Eastside Golf. I'm like, okay. Golf company, okay. Golf, okay. We partnered with Different. Jordan Brand. Excuse me? Excuse me? Then he showed it to me on his phone. People say anything. Showed me an article in Forbes. Eastside Golf partners with Jordan Brand. So you got to say, that's instant credibility. There's no more credible. What else do you want to do? Like he's prepared. He had. It. Imagine if he's like trying to fumble through his phone and trying to find mm-hmm. it, and oh man, can't find mm-hmm. it. He probably had it on saved. Like he he knew. Okay, I'm gonna meet him. I'm gonna tell him this, but I'm not just gonna tell him this. I'm gonna show it to him. Let he me the show Say. <clears throat> Elevator
3: speech, and it ha- and it helps to be kind in those DM and comments too. Because imagine if they would have been slandering you in your DMs before, which I've, which I've seen, seen people try and get interviews at other places and they go back up two years and like, mm. be
0: kind, do the work, do the be work, prepared. be prepared, be prepared. happy dancing, man. How how you get on? Make sure that you hot wherever you at. That the people tell, like, yo, they need y'all. Y- you need to be up there. Uh, your, your work ethic and your grind. Is going to be speak mm-hmm. so loud, the volume is going to be so loud that it's going to be evident. We're going to be like, "Yo, we got to speak to this person. They're doing yeah. something it, incredible." You know. Why, you know what I mean? All we do
3: is highlight people who are doing incredible things. Why wouldn't we highlight you? Um, Even when I the episode seventy, I was supposed to be in California. Yeah. Jury's like, "Yo, try shout, you got canceled." No, like, that's oh,
0: a, a sure. fact. It was a <laughs> event. That was a, a Sunday in in uh, January. Yeah, I
3: was like, <laughs> psh, "All right, cancel to change it." Showed up. With the
2: producer.
0: With the producer chair. <laughs> In the
2: high chair. <laughs>
3: It my boy producer
0: chair in my kitchen, and he can't produce. I'll say it now and can't
3: produce nothing. No, we
0: should. No, nah, no, just I don't want. I don't. Wanna, I'm, not go, I'm not gonna go there. Legendary. Go
3: there. We still got that footage. Legendary. Do we still have that? Foot- God, yeah, we have it. Terrible. Legendary. Legendary. Shot that shit off a of Nokia legendary. 3600. The <laughs> legendary.
2: <laughs> said, the high chair. I said. Boy. In what, the kitchen.
0: What will we do with that footage? Wow.
2: High chair in
3: the kitchen.
0: Bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> when you got it, what did you think? When you got the footage, what did you think?
3: I said, bro, you sent me the wrong files. Like, <laughs> he's like no, I know this is these are the edited files? I'm like, what? You Troy's like, let me see. I said, I can't even do that. When you saw the high <laughs> chair, what was your
2: first thought when you saw the high chair? Did you know the high chair was he, coming?
3: I didn't know. When I saw the high chair, I'm like, he's trash. <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen any dope videographer. Or, filmmaker, have the yeah, high chair direct- over I said, no,
2: He took over the whole situation. I said, Where are we
3: going to put this, bro?
2: He had the <laughs> director's chair. That was a legend.
3: That's like if, if you go hooping, you see a dude with a Jordan headband and a sleeve and a Jordan. Oh. Every, I'm like, You getting,
0: eight if he got the arm sleeve and two wristbands and a headband, <laughs> he, nah, he he getting <laughs> this over with. 4,000 and three turnovers. Legend- Fact, boy. Fact.
2: Legendary, man.
3: That's <gasps> funny. I had a good time with y'all this weekend. It was no, fun. Yeah, shout out to you. It's using. always good to catch up, yeah.
2: man. Yeah. Um, Market Mondays, we got some big announcements coming that we can't announce. Can we? we can't announce yet. Can't announce Vermont, yet.
3: We're, Wyoming, we're coming.
2: <laughs> Wyoming, on the way. Kanye <laughs> West Ranch.
3: Des
0: Moines. We're on the way. Boy, We're on the ranch. Shout out to Des Moines.
2: Uh, before we leave, okay. oh, we will be in Davos, Switzerland all week. Don't worry. Or the world's economic form. Yes. That is (laughs) illuminated vision. And and, and Rashad,
0: can can you please enlighten the people on what happens and who the type of people that will be in Davos with us?
2: (laughs) The most powerful people in the world. The Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) Davos. Amongst others.
4: Davos They're is plants. Like, is where the They've most been screaming people JP in the Morgan world and Citadel
2: come to make economic decisions that impact the entire planet. Literally. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Like no
0: joke. Like that's Literally. that's legit. Like that's what that's what happens.
2: Literally. Yes. And uh we will be there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: let you know. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you
3: know how it goes. How the, how the world's looking. Bring me, Bring me back my JP Morgan Jackson, please. <laughs> oh, hey, Caleb. Make sure to hit Caleb. <laughs> uh, I knew they would change. Uh, hey. Next okay. next week. I'll be seeing next, all the comments. next
2: week we'll fill you in on what happened. Before we leave, too, Irv Gotti. Um, we haven't had a hip hop debate on Mark Mondays in a while. But we interviewed Irv Gotti. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Irv. Dope interview. Check it out. And he mentioned that um, Nas uh might have the best song, hip-hop song of all time called Made You Look which was actually our theme song. Yes. The first couple of episodes, of yeah. audio experience. Um, we had made you look as a theme song and we still play that song. Most of the time when we go out on the road and we perform, um, that's the intro song that, that brings us out. And, uh, a blog shout out to hip hop wolf. They, they posted it yesterday mm-hmm. and I reposted it. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's crazy, you know, bunch of <laughs> like a thousand comments, people going back and forth. Um, so it's always a good debate. And, uh, I'll open it up to you guys. But it's interesting with Nas When you think about Nas, you think about somebody that arguably has the best album of all time, Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Arguably now, I guess, has the best hip hop song of all time and arguably has the best disc record of all time in Ether.
3: No, we're not doing that. We yeah, know do. What the number one disc record Excuse is. Me? What's that? Excuse me? Don't say hit him up. Hit him up? First off, it's in the
2: conversation. Oh, okay. argu- no, Ether, no Ether, no, it's, it's arguable. Ether's top, it's arguable. You can argue that it's the best.
0: Is is hit it's him good. up better than Bridges over?
2: Hit yes. him up is not even in my top three. But the bridge is over. Nah, the bri- My top three. What is you got? Ether at number one. Yeah. over at number two, and
3: over is hard and too. to back. Drake? Back to no. back, maybe. Back to back. All right. I'm playing oh, no, back to back. Back to back got nominated. Shout
0: out
2: to Meek Millie.
0: <laughs> no, shout out to Meek My guy. Back to back got nominated for a Grammy. No, back. they were playing back to back. But, to and and it was one of the but, best club but, but, but. records
3: of all time, and, too. listen
0: to this. Shout. you know this is true. The bridge is over. Shout out to KRS, everybody in the Bronx. When he made that record, gotcha. MC Shannon, the Juice, I'm going to give you a hip hop lesson right now. MC gotcha. Shannon, the Juice Crew, big thing. That was huge, right? Marley Malt, big thing. When Chris Parker made the bridges over, he literally stopped the sound from that burrow. Until and that's why I gotta give Nas credit. Until the three letters that came from Queensbridge and the well, album. And, not, and that's not the album.
2: LL was still pointing out music. No, he did. Well, we wasn't Koogie Rap was still pointing out
0: music. No, not 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 in not ninety. LL had mama said LL was on fire.
2: LL, L.L. had mama said
3: knock you out. I'll give you LL that.
2: L.L. was still putting out music. He, he never was stopped. He never stopped. LL
3: but the Juice, Juice was Crew stopped. was
2: dead. Juice Crew was dead.
3: Listen. Yeah, he, he killed Juice Crew. Bridges Jesus over legendary, to legendary
2: situation. Top three. But like, that's a different conversation. Let's get back to this. Um, best song ever? You said, did you, are you agreeing with hip-hop that? hip
3: hop song. That's Cap.
2: Well, let me, let me preface <laughs> this. Let me preface this. Because the hip hop hip hop when he said hip hop he means the true elements of hip hop that boom bat that boom bat sound so it's like when you think of hit, like if you play that song mm-hmm. and it was an alien from outer of space and they said like give me one song that like i can understand what hip hop is yeah that because it has all the elements right like you have the the, the gunshot you got the break beat you got you got the the um the lyrics it feels like somebody breakdancing. It feels like right. an eighty. 80- Even the references, like I was talking about, Barbara shout out to Barbara. He was like rooftop, like we bring an eighty-eight back, okay. do the do the, wipe, well, do bring, the smirk, do baseball, baseball back. back like, yeah, he. That's like almost every
3: element right.
2: of hip hop, like raw,
3: raw. Can I give you a bigger one? Hip hop culture. Can I give you a bigger record? <sighs> yeah, I got five. I can name five. Which ones? I would say if you if, better, if somebody than didn't than know look?
0: what hip hop was, and that's a major look is a great record. I would argue that. Juicy, but maybe the, the Juicy is... No, 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 no. It's an R. Let me, let me, let me, let me. It's a record. It's not a singing record. If you, if you it's didn't, a, it is
2: a singing record. who, who is the sample?
0: I, I can name five from Big Five Big joints. I think Juicy would Juicy, probably be the one Warren, of the Warren best songs ever. It's
2: an R and B sample. One thousand percent.
0: No, the sample is, but I'm saying it's, it's not an R and B record.
2: It's an R and B based record. It's based on R and B.
3: It's samples. It's
2: an R and B sample. I can
3: even go Nas. One mic is better. One mic is up there. Best rap ever. Well, Mike's up there, bro.
2: The way he tempoed that uh, up and down, that was that was legendary.
3: B- Biggie warnings better going back to Cali. Biggie, absolutely
2: better. not, and not going back I, to Cali warning. warning. Cali.
3: Okay, I like that. I like that. All I'm still I not taking it over. Juicy. Method man,
2: oh, what'd you say? Method man,
3: all I need that's better hip hop record.
2: But once again, all right, hip hop. When we say hip hop, I think because what, what Irv was talking about, those that's Mary J. Blige, that's a hip hop fusion at the beginning element of hip hop. There was no R and B element to it. It was just hard break beats, dancing. Okay, like, so that's what he meant by "Made You Look" is the best hip hop record. All those other records, you start. That's when hip hop started to evolve, and you started to infuse R and B. Then, all right,
3: then I'm gonna go. Infuse. DMX don't have any better songs. No, nah, he made don't. You look. But you know who does? <laughs> he don't. I'm gonna tell you who does. Who? What? <laughs> Eric Brief
0: for president is in the category. It's up there. It has to be in there.
2: And uh, we are talk- we talking about that. Juice too. Hold on. Juice, not, well, Juice um, is, but
0: Eric B for president. And then you gotta put Slick Rick. I'm in only the 19,
3: but my mind is older. We leaving that prodigy in heaven. No, 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 no. That's better than Major Look. Record. It's a hip hop record.
2: I'm putting Slick Rick. I'm, I'm putting, putting Mona that, Lisa too close to the Edge joint.
0: Nah, uh, Mona Lisa has got to be in there.
2: Too close to the edge?
0: For this juice soundtrack?
2: That's legendary. What's the name of that song? Juice, right?
0: Not, no, the, no, no no, no no the, the ledge. Co- yeah. No the ledge. Yeah.
2: No the ledge. That that's that's another great hip hop. Eric record. B for president. The show. How are we not counting the show? These records, doggy style. You said Snoop got a couple. So I asked him. I asked him about that, and his thing with the West Coast was that once again, that's not the core element of hip hop because they they infused the funk. So that was like the George Clinton George element George, with yeah. the funk yeah. and all of that, and it was that you know heavy on the guitar. because he's a producer, so he's looking at it yeah. from a producing standpoint. So I understood. So when he when he explained it to me like that, I said, okay, I understand what you. I understand what you're saying.
3: I understand what Are you putting major look G-Net. over?
0: Over we uh, in here? Eric Beef for
3: We get the drama popping. We'll... What, what are you better. putting that
2: Eric Beef for president. Made you look. major look. For, yeah. for, for me, I think. I, made you look I mean, is better. When I, when yeah. I look at my own. We had it as our theme song for a reason.
3: I, I, I <laughs> it understand. Was,
2: it was done for a reason. That gunshot, legendary. You're
3: the man. Is like if we're gonna talk beats, you didn't even hesitate when you just said that.
0: What? Like, made you look, you didn't, there was no Made you look is better like. than Eric No, Bito. there is no hesitation. Wait, wow. No question. Of course not.
2: Wow. Why would there be a hesitation? No, no question. Wow. Why would there be a hesitation, though?
0: Eric B for president? That's a, that's a monster.
2: Shout out to Rakim.
0: Wow. Are we
2: going to leave Jay-Z out this conversation? Hove.
0: <laughs> nah, 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 we can never Beach leave, to the we can never leave Jay out the conversation. But Jay
2: don't really have a lot of hip-hop records, like, hard hip-hop records. He
0: got, yeah. he got, that's, that's one of them. You, uh, you just, you just... P.S.A. I'm like Che of...
3: Guevara with bling on. I'm complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and well, Just, I can go through Black Jus. album.
0: Uh, shout out to Jay. Shout out to Sean Carter. Shout out to everybody over there.
2: And also, yes, can we get a public shit. apology from um, Billboard?
0: Who they they what, what, brought what the list down? There's more p- for having a kiss at 46.
2: I'm, I'm trying. That's I'm trying. ridiculous. Billboard. All right. So Forty, it, 46, was it Billboard or, or Rolling Stone? Artist time. It
0: might have been Rolling Stone.
2: Billboard and Vibe. Oh. Uh, Billboard and Vibe, they're, they're putting together, it's, just, it's the 50 year of hip hop, they're putting together their 50 greatest MCs list. But they're releasing it in segments. So they released the first segment. They released the first segment. Get this, Ian. Get this, Ian. You ready for this? I'm going to be
3: ready upset. I'm going to be upset. Go ahead. You want me to go from 50? 50 go, 50 go 50 down. Yeah, go 50 down.
2: Number 50. Drum roll. Number 50 is Rick Ross. Number. F-
3: this, this wait. This list is 50 what down the 50, best fifty MCs,
2: fifty greatest rappers ever. Number fifty is Rick Ross. Number forty nine okay. is Rev Run. Number forty eight is Melly Mel. Number forty seven is, is MC Light. Number forty six is Jada Kiss. Shout out to the Queen. Number forty. Wait. Number forty five is Ice T. Number forty four is Queen Latifah. Number forty three is Bumpy. Number forty two is Red Man. Number 41 is E-40. 40, 40 water. Shout out to 40. So let me just say this. Shout out to
3: 40. This is wild, this is don't wild yo. Don't ever put
2: MC Light ahead of Rick Ross. No disrespect. Shout out to the Shout out to, to the, the queen. queen. Don't I was ever, on tour don't with her. Don't ever play with Rosé. Like, are you, this Rosé, bro. Yo, like, Rosé. There's not you know, that's 25 you know, better, better rappers Ross. Is, Ross. is that
0: is Is that more disrespect than no. E-40 before Kiss?
2: I don't. Yeah, Melly Mel? <laughs> Melly Mel has one song. Do you, know, do you know any Melly Mel song outside of The Message?
0: I don't. I don't. I personally don't. But that's no, no, no disrespect no, no. to the era. I don't want no all respect. No, all due respect. Super, respect. All due respect. No. Super
2: respect. I just don't know any. Bro,
3: Melly Mel? We not playing with... May, I mean, Maybach you know. Music 1 through 4 better than Made You Look. <laughs> what? BMF better than Made You Look. where did that just come from? What? What? If we're going to go through Ross, catalog, hey, I think hey, yo, B, i heard going be way zoom more, in, zoom in, zoom more in, than made you go, look listen. ever.
4: Quit playing with the me, man. The
0: by Ian Dunlap are his and his only. That blasphemy will not be repeated by anybody
3: from the UNGELESIA BMF better than made you look, look, yo. what?
2: look here, here's the, but here's the thing. This goes back to the thing of like people, humans have a hard time acknowledging things that's happening presently. And we only, we only, we only respect somebody said before, they said, <laughs> we all black people only um pledge allegiance to dead generals meaning like you have no problem that's you deep. have no problem championing Martin Luther King you have no problem championing Malcolm X you have no problem but like, everybody that's living is a sellout but these people already died mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying mm. so it's like what I'm saying is that we have to give people their flowers when they're still doing it not even while they're still alive yes. while they're still while they're still like LeBron's still running his race mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying like don't ever play. Don't ever this play with Rosé, bro. Like he's been at the top of this game for fifteen years. Yeah, like, you know, no, like, like on, I 50. said, no disrespect to Melly Mel, MC Light, like, all of the forefathers that have paved the way, legendary. But mm. really, there's,
0: there's thirty more names that are gonna but, be ahead I'm of him. Saying, That's crazy. You,
2: you gonna you gonna put? Queen.
3: They're not twenty five better t, rappers I earth. Can better,
2: I can understand yeah. if he's not in the You're top ten. He's t ahead of Rick Ross, bro.
3: And for the kids. Yo at 46 yo. is like
2: you got Jada kiss at number 40. <laughs> this that's 45 people better than Jada kiss
3: Dog Jada may be the only person ever on earth to keep up with big on big songs.
2: Uh Jay-Z. Jay- this means a no, no, Tupac Jay no, Z. No, no. Him, call him, him and Jay.
3: There's two people on Earth. Strong. Irv got two or three joints. He did with Jada kiss and Biggie. That better than me. Yo, stop, Dreamer. stop it yeah. Does this does a, this make you want
2: to just not even... Like, I don't
0: care about the rest, the rest of, the of the list. Yeah, I don't care. It's just disqualifying. Yeah, I'm good.
2: And I'm surprised Billboard...
0: No, nah,
3: Vibe. But it's Vibe and Billboard. Yeah. Take over there. Who, who did Billboard sell to? For and for everyone's like, oh my God, I thought this was an investing show and then a rap show. Go see who bought Billboard a few years ago
2: disheartening man
3: shout out to bob that's
2: disheartening we have to have a shout conversation out to rev, rev run bro you gonna put <laughs> that's
3: <laughs> put tough bro. shout out
2: to rev run man but you gonna put rev runs a better rapper than rick ross and this is what we're doing or Jada. this is what we doing? Nah, jada's ahead of rev run but rev run is ahead of rick ross so is rev runs better than rick ross bro who's making these lists who's making these lists
0: we need to listen whoever's in charge of the hip-hop at 50 like we need to be a part of this conversation. I'm like, this is ridiculous. No, nah, seriously. Like, seriously, we just got we got too much input. We got too much uh, stock in the culture. Too much history that we've studied this thing. Like, we, we got to be part of the conversation. Do you
2: know another Melly Mel song yes, so outside Lord. of message? I
0: don't. I'll be honest, The message I came don't. out in 1982, bro. Message
2: legendary song. It came out in 1982. Coilera Co- 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 Ray sampled the message. Like, that's still getting sampled.
0: Because girls Broken are players too. Broke glass
2: everywhere. Like, that's legendary. Because
0: girls is players too. Have- Made you look better than Money Cash
3: host? Yes. 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 And what you doing, man?
2: Spizzy. You You trying to think shout around? Out of, <laughs> out
4: Listen, w-
3: next time we're going to go to the club, I'm going to make a playlist of 50 songs that's better, and we're going to see what... Like, I can argue March Madness is way better than the major Yo, some people might argue with you. I'll be honest.
2: No, March Madness is one of the ones. What? what? It's, not about, it's not about a better song. Arguable. It's about hip-hop record.
3: Is it not a hip-hop
2: record? March Madness, legendary. But March, Jay-Z legendary.
3: has 10 better songs than Song Cries" better than no, Major you Look. So, I can play damn near nine songs off blue. You're okay, acting like Major you Look is West, not one of the ones, West, bro. You're putting a lot of stock into this uh, major, that's better manageable. than. Let me go after Life After Death. I can go through Life After Death, Disc 1, the songs he disc pop the, on. The, the beat, the Major Look beat is one of the best beats ever, hands
2: down. Anthem.
3: Sitting in the room dreaming by Jill Le- hmm. Lear Jets Jetson Coops. You,
2: what, you go, listen, it's more than just lyrics though. You're going off of lyrics.
4: The
2: beat-, the beat better too. What song what song, big, he, what, what song are you referring to? The, the biggie joint. Off life
3: after what's the name of that the, joint?
2: The, the the beat. Nah, made you look beat is crazy. Made I just got <laughs> I'm trying to hear it's what's dope. The, made you look beat, dope. Made you look beat is crazy.
3: What else on Life After? Life After has a lot
0: of hits. A lot of hits. Downfall is probably my Nobody favorite. Nobody
3: Does Somebody Kill You. That's a great One record. My
2: favorite what? is the... Um,
0: story to Tell is a great They record. try to
2: say... They try to cripple me to Little C's. To Little C's cripple me. All, yeah, that, got a story that, to uh, tell, a tell, B.
0: B. Biggie. I
2: don't know, Y'all man. know the rules move from BK to we New Jersey rules. All the planes we ran through... I man. want my spot
0: back, take two. You might see me in D.C. at Howard Homecoming with my man, Capone Drummond, that type of We're going to
2: mess up the ratings. Let, let's not do that. Make- yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let me, let me bring it back to the investment <laughs> side.
0: Earnings Week is here, <laughs> ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. It's a big week for earnings. Uh, a few banks will be reporting. <laughs> citizens will be reporting. Yes, which ones? Uh, <laughs> p will be reporting <laughs> on <laughs> Thursday, and an interesting one uh, as far as uh, telecommunications and... Uh, tech Netflix will be reporting so this is kicking off the the earnings mm-hmm. week and then obviously next week we'll have some more of those, those the the major ones um some of the things that we were talking about will be reporting so it's going to be an interesting time because you know one of the things we saw during last year was that even though we were quote unquote in a recession we saw some of the earnings didn't match that so 2023
3: let, let's look yeah. to see how uh you know some of these companies will be reporting T-Mobile, I like in the telecommunications sector, that's the only company in that sector that I like. Netflix, Netflix, it's going to be tough. Um, Go look at the profit margin on the subscriptions. That'll tell you it's not low enough yet for us to invest in it and hold it long term. And also, too, we have so many providers. uh, Cable's starting to look a little bit cheaper. We have too many providers. We have Netflix. Amazon Plus, Paramount Plus, HBO Max. We need some consolidation at some point. Yep.
2: Over a decade, it's never nobody's favorite. Jose, hold your head, bro. Hold uh, your head, bro. We gonna we gonna fight this one. The promised you. land. The promised land. So calm. <come. laughs>
3: Victory, sun don't shine forever, <laughs> yo. Now, now, Come now, on. Ian, we, not, we go go through no, no way. Like, that's more of a better conversation. Now if than you never, want to put victory, that's a full so pleasure. P Diddy and the yeah, fam, that. who you know, do Kiss. it. And I'm a, a pop fan. Kiss who wrote that? What? Kiss wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss.
2: Kiss wrote that. He wrote "Puff party. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But
0: like, "Puff That alone should put him in the top
2: thirty. He wrote the yeah. Benjamins. He wrote top thirty, bro. Minimum is better than made you look. Minimum, he's top thirty. Y'all gonna keep playing. Benjamin's better than made you look. No, Benjamin's, Benjamin's up there once again. It's R and sent. Look, we gonna we we be- got we be- go- what's the sample on that? It's still uh, boom uh, back. Got, Diana Rose, um, just the sample beginning. No, that's, um, that's,
0: that's, man, that's that's more money, more problems. He
2: uh, Benjamin. said
0: Benjamin's. Benjamin's. A, Benjamin, I might now. That's an art right, that I might put ahead of made you look. Uh, look, we
2: going we gonna we're on doing, a number of <laughs> look, we gonna be doing this. Who one. said that?
3: Who? Ian, you came in with that. All right, yeah, you, you, you might have just ended my argument. I ain't even went to my Tupac back. I'm just doing East Coast Tupac. Tupac back.
0: <laughs> Benjamins might be the best. I may pull yeah, out yes. something from
3: Foo
2: Snickins or something real Thank quick. Thank you, Ian. Hey. That was it. The oh, Benjamins yes. might be the best rap song ever. All right,
0: it's debatable. And the remix too is ridiculous. And the
2: "Made You Look" remix is crazy.
0: Is it better? It's, you it's remix not better. Is it's Luda's Luda's yeah, better. Luda's yeah. verse is not better than Kim's verse, Luda
2: went crazy. But he is not better than
0: Kim's verse. He went crazy. Kiss is well, not big, 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 big. No, no, big, big,
2: big. I'm saying Jadakiss on "Made You Look" remix
3: is it better than Big's verse? Yeah, it's up there. Rough Riders anthem. Let's not play. Let's not play. yo Shut them down. Shut down him, open up yo, shop. Now you talking? First we Night, had him like, okay, okay. Now like, why, baby? Man, don't play All's with forgiven, me, bro. <laughs> Drag on got
0: two I can throw out. Hey, Before man. we go, shout out to KB. You know what I'm saying, like there was some some slander that was at the table, which is why we had to have what diplomatic Burns community said. up there. Yo. know. Dipset meant not him. only a lot to New York culture, they meant a lot to hip-hop culture. Uh, and we're mm-hmm. not taking anything away from the Hot Boys. Shout out to the Hot Boys. I love the Hot Boys. But what they meant I mean, to, to American what culture to and well, global, because you're talking about people all over trying to dress like them and sound like them.
3: Hot Boys versus Dipset? It,
0: it's not a conversation. It's not. I don't <laughs> care, bro. It's not a conversation. Guerrilla Warfare is, is their best album. They had Three songs from there. Hot Girl is a great song. We on fire. Lady Big is not on that. that album. So that's not on that album. We're not counting that.
2: It's a hot boy record, though. But uh um, That's three. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
3: It's not a conversation. Shout out to Dipset. Shout out to the hot. That's an interesting one. Yeah, Dipset changed the, diplomatic the world. Diplomatic
2: community. Shout out to Jimmy. Yeah. Um, all right, guys.
3: Shout out to Uncasa. It's been real.
2: <laughs> we will be in Davos this week. Um
3: have fun. <laughs> yes. Safety. Yes. <laughs> Um, you guys are looking quite
2: illuminated <laughs> check our stories check our Instagram <laughs>
0: stories yes please stay tuned to that
2: Mike Novogratz where are you <laughs> My, <laughs> might need a ride <laughs> My, <laughs> might, need a, might need a ride I need, I need a lift Um, that's all funny right. it's been real MG the Mortgage Guy episode coming out tomorrow earn your leisure legendary My guy. Uh, real estate uh, on a trillion um, stay tuned for updates and um, yeah please. it's been
1: real
3: Mexico. I'll see you. Love, love y'all. You know what I'm love, 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 love. We love out, y'all. Talk. Peace.
1: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.